All right, we're live on the Bagland podcast. You know, I get to go in a little deep on them, and it might have been a little hate. I thought it was a technical difficulty, but I'm starting to to believe otherwise. Get my music queued up here. As I was saying, what a lot of these politicians will end up doing, they'll send out their little Negro politicians and tell them, you know, we need to wait. We need some police reform. You know, we need to convince the race soldiers, uh, you know, pull your pants up. Um, you know, you, you know, you you black people need to work harder and all of this type of garbage. That that's what they start using with us. That's what they start doing. Fevers 420, what's happening? Dr. K, what's going on? Am I loud and clear? Give me a shout out if I'm loud and clear. I start breaking things down. They don't like the Popeye's chicken Negro spiritual talk, so they start they start cutting me off. He said, I'm breaking up. How does it sound now? Am I sounding a little better? I'm sounding good. Okay, hold on. Hold on, you guys. Let me straighten something out. Thank you. 
Can anybody hear me? You can hear me. Okay. I, I'm, I apologize for that. I'm, you know, I'm old school, y'all. My wife said that she heard some, you know, heard something on the window crack. I went out there with the baseball bat. Yes, sir. I went out there with the baseball bat. No coat on. Baseball bat and flashlight. The Proud Boys were told to stand back and stand by. I'm like, fuck around and find out. I got a baseball bat, Proud Boy. I got other things too. So they could fuck around and find out. Sorry to interrupt the Bagland podcast. That was an emergency family situation. Somebody might have got ate up playing around. Anyway, I'm loud and clear as I was previously being hated on. At first I said, well, maybe it's some technical difficulties. I've been in information technology a long time. As I said, these are AWS servers on Podbean. I don't suspect that there's any technical issues. So I might've been going a little too deep on the race soldiers, but we gonna keep going deep on them, whether they cut me off again or not. What I was talking about earlier is with these ambush lynchings of these, of black folks, like I said, Everybody was dying to go vote for Jumping Jim Crow and Crime Koala because they said, well, you know, if Donald gets out. No, the show's not finished. Hold on. Let me share. Yeah, had to share the show with my man rebooting live. They were trying to get Donald J with the two payout. And now do you got Donald out as pre- as as precisely as I told Fever's 420 weeks ago, I said Crime Kuala and Jim Crow Joe will say nothing about these ambush murders, the one that happened in Louisiana. His brother got hit 30 times down in Florida a couple days ago. Jumping Jim Crow didn't say a word. Crime Kuala didn't say a word. But they're so happy about the strong black single mother vote this ain't that ain't said a damn word let's talk about that hold on kuan charles let's look on the daily news about the second autopsy y'all didn't know about that did you Second autopsy of Juan Charles. I hope I'm pronouncing it right. 15-year-old black boy found dead in Louisiana. Says cause of death inconsistent with drowning amid homicide probe. Now, I told y'all about this many months ago. What happened to Alpha Wright down there in Jasper, Texas. And this was a grown man. Did anybody happen to sit back and think for a moment that perhaps... Kawan Charles was around the same age of Emmett Till. I bet a cold chill just ran up your spine when I said that, huh? When Emmett Till was lynched and abducted in 1955, in the year of our Lord, 1955, you see that this brother in Louisiana, this young 15-year-old, was the same age of Emmett Till when he was abducted and found in a rice plantation 
in a, a Louisiana sugarcane field. You might as well call that a plantation in Louisiana. The private autopsy ordered by the family of a 15-year-old boy found face down in a Louisiana sugarcane field said the death appeared consistent with drowning. Well, I happened to look at the video. I don't know if anybody on the Bagland podcast tonight has looked at the video, but I happened to look at the video and I seen when he left his home. Officials are probing it as a possible homicide. Now, had this been Cameron... Had this been like a John Bonet situation, you wouldn't hear you wouldn't hear anything about a possible homicide. They call this a straight homicide. Now they said the independent examination of Bobby uh, quote Bobby Charles, that's what they call him. I use that term, Bobby Charles, conducted by American Forensics in Mesquite, Texas, also found no obvious signs of pre-mortem trauma or natural disease. The report obtained by the Daily News said. Now, remember, they tried to say initially, they tried to use that old Alpha Wright bullshit. Now, I want everybody tonight to understand something. I want you to fucking understand something. When you read the, you should read the book about what happened to Emmett Till. Carolyn Bryant, this old this, this old piece of shit, this wrote this rat dirty dog came out and said, "Hey, look, he never did whistle at me. Look up Carolyn Bryant. He never did whistle at her." Now remember when they found Emmett Till in the river. What ended up happening was they tried to say that, well, maybe somebody could have killed him in Chicago and brought him all the way down to Mississippi. You remember when they tried to say that shit? See, a lot of people didn't read that book, but that's the kind of game they were playing down in Mississippi. And initially with this case with Bobby Charles here in Louisiana, they tried to say that, well, he may have drowned himself. And how the fuck are you going to drown yourself as a 15 year old in one foot of water? You dig? So now the forensic pathologist, they've said, hey, wait a minute. They declined to state a final cause or manner of death pending toxicology testing expected to take eight weeks to complete. See, an autopsy is the dead's last words. An autopsy is the dead's last words. The dead cannot speak. We know that. So it's the dead's last words. This is an investigation from a pathologist. Now, when you have your whatever county this was in, like, okay, listen, it, is, it says we're more interested in the manner of death. Chase Trigel, one of the lawyers for the boy's family, told, and the reason why they want to know the manner of death is because once they know the manner, then you can find the cause. Am I making sense? If you know the manner, you could find the cause. Okay, what was the cause? Was this intentional? It sounds intentional to me. It says, if the scientific explanation is drowning, okay. Now let's narrow the focus to how Kawan came to drown in a sugarcane field. He was an able-bodied person before he ended up face down in water that was ankle deep. Now I just took some swimming classes. Before the COVID-19 had started last year, I took some sw swimming classes. Okay, you're requesting for an email. Okay, so I got to give him another. Hold on. Oh, this that slap. I, I don't be bringing no bullshit to the table. 
Yeah, I have a little history on music, all right? Hold up. We're going to bring yay years. Yay years. Med you meet. Med you neater. Live on the Bagland Podcast. What's happening? Are we going up? See, anytime to thank you. Yeah, they, they was playing with me. I'm going to upgrade anyway. I'm about to go get me a $500 mic. So they'll say, well, you know, there's other technical difficulties. Now nah, you just trying to cut me off because you know I'm going hard. Crypto 111, you are live on the Bagland podcast. What's happening? Now listen to this here. They said it's a scientific explanation. If it's a scientific explanation, drowning, okay, this is what the lawyer's saying. Now, let's narrow the focus to how Kawan came to drown in a sugarcane field. He was an able-bodied person before he ended up face down in water that was ankle deep. Officials in Iberia Parish, where Kawan's body was recovered November 3rd, previously said the cause of the suspicious death appeared to be drowning, but the manner, meaning natural, accidental, homicide, or suicide, remained an open question. There is an active ongoing homicide investigation. The Iberia Parish Chief's office said in a statement Saturday, remember what I just said before they cut me off. Anytime that you start having the law enforcement or my bad, let me correct it, the race soldiers, when the race soldiers, when they start doing a private investigation, their little internal affairs and really that's Billy Bob covering for Billy Bob covering for Karen. Remember Mike German that used to work for the Fettuccine Alfredo's Light Bright, you are live on the Bagland Podcast. What's happening? Anytime you have a, an investigation, now this is from an ex-FBI person. The ex-FBI, here we going up tonight. What's going on? An ex-FBI, he was a he was a guy, he worked for the Fettuccine Alfredo's, and what he said many years ago was that they knew for a fact that it was stone cold white supremacists working in law enforcement so let's rewind the tape back a little bit and let's dig up some old bones in the graveyard let's bring up the fact that back in the 60s when niggas was getting abducted by the fettuccine alfredos and the ku klux klan there was one in three fbi members that was up with the clan it was a whole lot of gang shit going on see when they start talking about well black people are gang banging and all they do is gang bang and have kids out of wedlock let's go back to where gang banging really started the ku klux klan was the first set trippers they were the first folks that was doing all the set tripping banging since the 1800s see what they did is they joined the fbi They'll go string somebody up. Y'all to check out Lovecraft Country. They'll string you up. You be riding through a sundown town. And, you know, a lot of the times the FBI, what they would try to do is they'd come down from New York and go to Mississippi. And people in Mississippi, they might Emmett Till you. Or they might, you know what I'm saying? They might Trayvon you. They might Mike Brown you. You see what I'm saying? And then you try to get some justice from the Fettuccine Alfredos and the Fettuccine Alfredos will ask around to the sheriff. Hey, man, what you know about these Negroes that, you know, they got strung up and, you know, the Mississippi people, the sheriff, the district attorney, just like Crime Kuala and Jim Crow Joe, they're no different. They're just a little nicer. What they'll do is they'll say, hey, I don't know about that Negro down here. Oh, that you talking about that one to talk to that white woman? 
and all of a sudden they don't know anything they get amnesia and you're like okay well he was just here a couple days ago you don't know anything oh and they stay they get on cold real quick they say hey look as and i'm gonna quote a redneck from from the clan down in mississippi this is what he said when the fettuccine alfredos went down there and started demanding information about these abducted people and these people coming up murdered in mississippi you know what he told them and i say this every time i say this every couple months on the bagland podcast he said damn the law this is mississippi we got our own law down here in so many words fuck your federal investigation take your white ass back to new york and that's how they would talk to them we don't know nothing we don't we don't have we're not saying a word they operate on a code where we're not telling you anything so you ain't gonna get no justice the fettuccine alfredos could bring whoever they want down there you ain't gonna get no justice as i said when emmett till was found they played amnesia again they try to tell his mother hey how do we know that y'all ain't bring him down in chicago kill him and throw him in that river who the fuck would do something like that but the white supremacists are very crafty that's why i say this reminds me of emmett till we don't know nothing we need a private investigation it says the teen's untimely death generated public outrage after his parents went public with claims the local police in neighboring baldwin louisiana were slow to investigate the missing persons report they filed october 30th so now now check this out local police in neighboring baldwin baldwin louisiana they didn't really want to investigate anything doesn't that kind of sound like the brianna taylor incident when the post office did not want to get involved with the local police that had murdered Brianna Taylor because they knew they were some piece of shit race soldiers. Y'all didn't know that, did you? Did you guys also know that when Brianna Taylor was ambushed and lynched, they didn't just have the wrong house. They had a fake affidavit signed by the judge. So this Cameron Coon ass nigga that, you know, happens to be married to Mitch McConnell's, you know, her little blonde and present. He done went and got him a Becky. So you know he ain't about to do no justice for no niggas down in Kentucky. I digress. But if you notice, if you listen to what happened down there with Breonna Taylor, they tried to say, well, we went into Breonna Taylor's home because we thought there was drugs and, oh, well, you know, her her ex-boyfriend was a drug dealer. The post office said, hey, we don't know anything about that those race soldiers were so bad in kentucky they couldn't even go to the post office initially did you guys know that they had to go to another police department to tell them race soldiers hey look go to this post office and ask some questions you know why because the post office wasn't fucking with those race soldiers down there they were like man y'all motherfuckers is dirty we ain't rocking with you they had problems with the police did you guys know that this sounds very very familiar According to family lawyer Ron Haley, a white woman named Janet Irvin and her 70-year-old son took Bobby from his home without his parents' permission on October 30th. The parents reported their son missing around 8 p.m. that day and both the Baldwin Police Department and the West St. Mary Sheriff's Office responded. Quote, to pacify the family, law enforcement said that Bobby was probably at a football game and dismissed their fears. A statement from the family's law firm says, despite the family's pleas, no Amber Alert was ever issued. Wow. 
doesn't that sound like the Alpha Alpha Wright case many years ago, all, all out there in Jasper, Texas, Hemphill, Texas? You know, Alpha Wright, you know, he was down there, you know, in, in Jasper, Texas. That's the same place where they murdered uh, Mr. Bird in 1998 and dragged him behind a pickup truck. And Mr. Wright, you know, he had him a Becky. Oh, they was really mad in East, East Texas about that. And word around from the private investigator was that Mr. Alfred Wright was knocking down a couple Beckys and Karens around the way. Oh, that's a cardinal sin. And can you imagine the sheriff knowing that his daughter's getting that nice coffee mixed with some cream? Really made him upset. Very interesting, when he came up missing, the sheriff said the same thing. Well, maybe he's out there smoking a little bit of weed. Maybe he's out there hanging out with the guys. You know, that's what young black men happen to do. Very interesting. See, that's that old good old boy talk. A lot of people looking at it. And see, that's why when I bring up tangibles and reparations, they be like, well, you know, that was a long time ago. And they start pivoting to immigrants and illegals and all of that. No. See, we're being lynched, we're being targeted from a medical apartheid, from a spiritual apartheid, being physical, uh, domestic ambush lynching apartheid, from the criminal justice system to every step of the way, from the bank to the criminal justice system. So when, let's go back a little bit, when Jim Crow Joe, when they asked him about reparations at the beginning of my podcast, to cut out, some people didn't hear it. He immediately started talking about illegals. Well, they're so resilient and they work so hard and niggas didn't work hard. Are you telling me the descendants of the slaves didn't work hard? We didn't build this shit. We didn't build every railroad and every bridge for free. Jim Crow Joe and the do nothing demonic Democrats are some of the most vile and sadistic bastards on the face of planet Earth. There's probably no one sicker and more demonic than these bastards. The blacks, the black women vote, got them in. They're not going to do anything for us. And like I told Fevers 420, they're going to keep on doing this. See, people thought, well, you know, Biden, Biden is coming in and John O'Jay with two pay overt in your front, in your face, white supremacy. That's out of the, that's out of the business now. That ain't, ain't no more black folks about to get killed no more. That's what the, the Popeye chicken Negro spiritual people told you. They told you that, well, you know, Donald's about to be out the paint, so ain't no black folks are safe now. Tell that to Mr. Co- tell tell that to Kawan Charles family that we're safe. Tell them that. There's no justice for Kanika Jenkins. Let's go over here to the Chicago Tribune. You dig? Now, initially, they tried to say, well, it could have been this, it could have been that. I looked on a couple reports. Y'all remember that sister down in Chicago in 2017? And they, you notice they used the words 2017 death because they don't want to say homicide. You dig? The Kanika, the Kanika, this is what they said on, on the Chicago Tribune. Commentary, Kanika Jenkins was a nightmare for family, but it was never a murder mystery. That's very, very interesting. Very interesting. Now, y'all remember when she went to that hotel 
and they tried to say that she got found out in the freezer. Sounds like some human trafficking, some little organ harvesting. That's what it starts sounding like to me. I'm not sure. It's very, very strange. You don't even hear anything about that. Hey, Jim Crow Joe and Crime Koala. What's the word on the Matrice Richardson case? Y'all didn't think I was going to bring that up tonight, did you? Fever's 420 says that Biden is America's dad and Crime Koala is America's mom. That's going to be the dynamic duo, the dynamic Democrat demonic duo. When they come in and Donald J with the toupee comes out, people going to be praying for him to come back. It's going to be a 94 crime bill. It's going to be a whole bunch of immigrants crawling. Ain't even going to be no wall no more. The wall's done. Them rednecks down there that went to that MAGA, that went to that MAGA uh, rally and they, and they still booting up. These rednecks still booting up with their little AR-15. See, y'all think that it ain't going to be no more Mr. Floyd. See, you thinking that ain't going to be no more uh, Mr. Charles. And ain't going to be no more race soldiers annihilating young black men in a car in Florida. Because Jim Crow Joe's in. See, now that Jim Crow Joe's in, what's going to happen is, of course, they'll say, well, hey, it's Donald's fault, but now you guys hold the bridge. And what exactly are you going to do about the ambush lynchings of young black children? See, they're not going to do anything about that. They just going to bring in 500,000 Indians from India. You gonna be you you gonna you gonna pull up to your neighborhood and you gonna see a bunch of niggas moving out and you gonna see some niggas with some red dots on their forehead talking about hey you Negro what the hell are you doing here hurry up and buy y'all remember y'all remember uh uh uh, uh what, what movie was that I'll pay your monkey ass when I feel like it I'm talking about no damn money. See, that, that's how that, that's how they're going to do, do the black woman vote. I'll pay your monkey ass when I feel like it. That's how Jim Crow Joe and Crime Koala is going to start talking. He said, man, you got my money. I'll pay your monkey ass when I feel like it. Menace to society. Oh, you know you done fucked up, right? See, that's what Jim Crow Joe and Kamala was sitting up there after they won. They said, oh, you know you done fucked up, right? You Negroes went and broke your back to go get go make a vote for no specific tangible. So we don't have anything for you. Oh, y'all didn't hear about this, did you? Let's look at this here. No, no, well, we're gonna wait. Hold on. Hold on. Let's look at, we're going to look at some more cases here. We're not letting them off the hook because y'all probably ain't heard about this because the megalomaniacal masochistic mainstream media ain't really getting on it. In the Chicago Tribune. Now, this was reported in October 24th, 2018, at 7.35 p.m. Authorities investigating the homicides earlier this year of a woman and a 15-year-old girl in Chicago want to question a man being held in Cook County Jail on charges related to attacks on two others. Shantia Smith and Sedaria Davis were found dead on the west side earlier this year. 
the cause and manner of death for both were initially under underdetermined by the Cook County's medical examiner's offices, pending results of toxicology tested further examination. See, when a black person gets murdered, they start talking about this toxicology. Oh, the manner of death. We don't know what it is. Then they turned and said homicide by unspecified means. There was another sister that was in Chicago. Do y'all remember that? She was a post office worker at one point and she came up missing. Ain't heard from her. Has your old drunk uncle, Mayor Lori Lightfoot. I mean, let me think of a different, different name here. Mole Lightfoot. You look like something that you find in the basement. Has Mole Lightfoot said anything about it? Or is she more interested in the LGBT? I'll digress. Now I start digging up these bones. You'll be like, man, where do these cases come from? Now, here's another article. CBS News. I would go to I would go to Crying Negro Network. Shout out to Van Jones, but we're gonna go to CBS News here. Now the Louisiana family asked if race played a role in the handling of a missing boy's death investigation. They're talking about Kawan Charles again. They asked that question. Preliminary cause of death likely drowning. See, here goes another receipt. I like to have it anywhere between two to three to five different sources for my receipts. Now, we're going to go to the Crying Negro Network, I mean CNN. Black women help push Democrats to the finish line in Georgia. Here's how they can do it again. Now, this just came out at 2.16 p.m. Eastern Time, Eastern Standard Time. I'm going to read it one more time. Black women help push the Democrats to the finish line in Georgia. Here's how they could do it again. So now... After they then picked up their Negroes Night's Watch. After we came through and helped King's Landing again, been the Negro John Snow. It's saying in Atlanta, Georgia, as the nation eyes Georgia with its pair of upcoming U.S. Senate runoff, a victory for Democrats could hinge on the same black women who helped flip the state blue in the presidential election. Abrams, Lance Bottoms, Latosha Brown, NC UFO and a reliable force of female black voters who overwhelmingly voted for president-elect Jim Crow Joe will remain critical to Democrat chances of gaining control of the U.S. Senate. They still are not talking about what they're going to do specifically for black women. Sandra Bland is dead. Kanika Jenkins is dead. Breonna Taylor is still in the grave. What the fuck are you going to do for black women? You still ain't said it, but you said you're going to bring in 11 million illegals. A am I lying? Fact check me, somebody, please. You said you're going to bring in 11 million illegals. Black female leaders and organizers say years of voter registration drives at churches, of course. And community events and knocking on doors in black and Latino, you know, they had to throw that black and brown crap in there, paid off when Jim Crow Joe and Crime Koala won Georgia. And they believe they could do it all again. You know what? 
again, the path to turning blue, it says, Abrams, a Democrat who narrowly lost to Georgia Governor Brian Kemp in 2018, has been lauded for registering some 800,000 new voters in recent years and challenging the state's election system that allowed voter purges, blah, 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 blah. You know what? I'm going to say something that's going to accept some people, but I'm going to say it anyway. They really didn't want to help Stacey in because they felt like she wasn't a good look. They said, okay, she's kind of on the hefty side. Let's go get this high yellow nigga. Let's go get this Negro that's not so so bad on the eyes. Let's go get another Barack Obama 3.0. You know, Stacey Abrams, you know, she's a little hefty. She's going 250, 3.50, 2.50, 3.50. Crime Koala kind of reminds us of Barack. A little easier on the eyes. She got her a white man. Locked up a bunch of niggas. They said, okay. Let's get her in there. See, when Stacy was running for, for, for governor, she didn't really get the black vote like that. Let's keep it 100. Well, we got to get Donald J with the toupee out. Why didn't y'all get her in as governor back then? Keep in mind that Crime Koala couldn't even get California. Look at my last episode I did. I had my homie from Sacramento. Shout out to Oak Park. You know what I'm saying? Shout out to South Sac. Shout out to Sacramento. He called him and gave us the lowdown. He said that when niggas come off the yard, they check niggas when they come off the yard off them level four, level five supermaxes. They let all the Mexicans out there with them shanks and shit. Uneven field. Kamala been locking niggas up for truancy, ain't prosecuted, not Nan race soldier. So they said, yeah, she's perfect. She's just like Jim Crow Joe. She had her own little mini 94 crime bill in the last decade of her obliterating the black community in Oakland, California. Interesting that she knew about Tupac so much. Didn't say nothing about Asada. Very interesting, ain't it? You love Tupac so much, but you didn't say nothing about his auntie, a rider, revolutionary out there in Cuba. They can't even let Asada come back to the United States. They consider her a terrorist. Didn't say anything about that, huh, crime, Kuala? Very interesting. That's okay. That's cool. That's cool. The credit is long overdue. Georgia Democratic State Senator Nakima uh, Williams, who was elected to succeed the late U.S. Republican John Lewis, oh Lord, says the credit given to black women for delivering elections to Democrats is long overdue. So the credit, what they're going to do is they're going to pat you on the head. They're going to have a little luncheon. This is another Negro Night's Watch move. Help us to the Iron Throne and give us no power dynamic. Another baritone butter biscuit with some grape jelly on the side and a pat on the head. You know, this is a House Balton move. Mary, see, Mary the House Stark girl to Ramsey, to Ramsey Bolton here and you get nothing. See, that's what that was about. Black women will get nothing during this election. They will get a pat on the head, a, you know, a little thank you, and then they're going to start talking all this immigrant stuff. Black women going to be running around catching hell at work. She's going to be like, okay, what about my job? What about this? What about that? What about this? They're going to be like, hey, you know, I'll pay your monkey ass when I feel like it. You know you done fucked up, right? It's going to be a situation... <laughs> 
It's gonna be a situation like that. It's gonna be y'all remember in Minister Society when the nigga was you are y'all remember the Minister Society when a nigga was just sitting at the table, all he had to do was be quiet. But then his homie was going around showing the tape. Stop showing that motherfucker tape, nigga. Then he went on and he said, yeah, you know, Kane, Kane, you know what I'm saying? Kane. Y'all remember in Minutes of Society, I bring that up because I'm trying to make a point here. Y'all remember that point when he was like, yeah, you know, and then the nigga, he beat the nigga's ass. He was, he was filling on Jada. He was having a little entanglement. Oh, uh, a little entanglement. I don't like using that phrase. It's a little old right now, but a little, he was having a little entanglement with Jada. At first, he was kind of holding back, like, no, nah, you know what I'm saying? The OG, he doing life with no parole. You know what I'm saying? And she kind of locked the door. Like, no, nah, you, you, you're going to take this. You're going to take this entanglement. He was kind of hating. He came in the house, was was trying to feel on her a little bit. The nigga beat her in the head. Y'all remember Tenant Menace Society? And then he had the tape. Talking about he going to turn it in. And niggas around, see that's 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 what that's like a backdoor party to me. It's interesting on how when he was sitting over there with his little bandages on and his little black eye, and niggas didn't really check his temperature. They should have been like, nigga, you ain't about to let you turn in no tape, bro. I don't give a damn. Stack those, stack those in the building. You know, bro, if you telling me, yeah, man, I'm about to turn in this tape on the nigga, I'm like, hell no, nigga, I ain't about to co-sign that shit. I don't give a fuck if I've known you for years, nigga. I don't give a fuck if it's the opposite or whatever, man. Yeah, now I seen this nigga do something and I know he did it, so I got I got dirt on him, so I'm gonna turn in this tape. Nigga, you think I'm gonna co-sign you turning in a tape? Working with 12 to turn in a tape on a nigga? No. They should have been like, no, nah, hell no. No. No, sir. And it reminds me of that belly scene. Count the money. Y'all remember that? Count the money. You remember the nigga was eating a banana in belly? I don't know why they gave that nigga that banana. Nigga had a perm. Same nigga was in Minutes Society. Kane, Kane. I don't know why they did that. They put Kane. They put Kane with a perm and and I don't like that shit. He was in Nebraska. Them niggas was getting money in Nebraska. That's that, see. I, I'm I'm pitch, I'm actually pitching a lot of power dynamic moves tonight. If you look at some of these movies, Game of Thrones. When 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 the Stark, when the King of the North. When he needed to pass, he made an agreement with who who was it? Someone help me out in the chat here tonight. Who did he make the agreement? House Frey. When he made a he made an agreement with House Frey, and you know, his his daughters were looking kind of shabby. And remember when he started talking about, hey, look, you could cross this is a position. This is a military position. You can cross my bridge, but you gotta marry one of my little janky ass daughters. And he said yes, and he did not. He did not come back and honor the deal. He did not come back and honor the deal. See, that's what Jim Crow Joe and Kamala's doing. And see, they want black women again. Crying Negro Network. Shout out to Van Jones, CNN, Crying Negro Network. Want black women to help secure the Iron Throne again? No. And I bet you they'll show up. I don't know why they would. I wouldn't. I'd be like, no, what, what are you going to do for a specific? Well, what they're going to do is they say, well, we need to get Donald J with the toupee out of office. He's so racist. And then you ask Crime Kamala, how many black people you locked up? Oh, I was just doing my job. And you ask Jim Crow Joe, hey, what about reparations, Jim Crow Joe? You know, immigrants are so resilient. Like, nigga, you sound like George Wallace. 
Yes, Donald J with the toupee about reparations. He starts talking like, oh, well, we, we could take a look at it. Or the GOP will just say, nigga, no. The Democrats will start saying, yeah, you know, let's hang out. Let's have a beer. Oh, we could do this. We could do that. Maniac beats. I want to look into something else as well. Hold on. My man, ain't, he ain't got online. Hold on. Hold on, let's get him on here. Wait a minute. Y'all can listen to this slapping. You can listen to this slapping a little bit. Hold on. Oh, one more thing before we go to the next subject. Y'all didn't know about this, did you? See, I'm bringing up all these old bones because people will say, hey, look, we're talking about the ambush lynchings of the youth and black folks. I'm not going to forget about Lavina Johnson. Oh, no. You notice that the Me Too movement didn't say anything about her. They might cut me off in the five minutes when I start talking about this. You notice that the Me Too movement didn't say anything about Lavina Johnson. Have you noticed that? This sister went to the military, fighting for her country, end up getting killed in Iraq. And in Iraq, there was a specific plant, a specific like base. You saying how do I give how do I call in? If you are online, Can anybody, my man's trying to call in. Can anybody look at the app here and see that there's a button where it says to call in? Anybody see that? Lavina Johnson went to the military. Now, this is from the source and, well source ain't really popping anymore but this is an old article from the year of our lord 2014 okay you on a laptop okay you need the app anybody that wants to call in you're gonna need the app i didn't even know you could listen on your laptop that's dope that's good make sure you have your headphones if you call in now lavina johnson she went you know her dad was a veteran okay and she told her parents in two, and this is 2005 it says now there's a documentary online they took it off of YouTube maybe because I was talking about it they'd be like oh no nigga we ain't about to re <laughs> rebury this on July 18th July 18th she told her parents that she will be home for um, from Iraq for Christmas now as I was saying in Iraq there's a specific base where a lot of women are being raped I don't know if it's still happening. I assume that it would. Y'all got to keep in mind, when women go to the military, what ends up happening is you get around a bunch of dudes. Some of them may, may not have no game. You dig? Somebody gets into the live studio. What's happening? 
Some of these dudes in the military may not have no game. So what do they result to? They result to predatory instinct. So what they start doing is when they may catch a woman in a bad position, they take advantage of them. There's a lot of rapes and sexual assaults to go on in the military. Now, this is something the military doesn't like to admit. You dig? She was out of high school. She was from St. Louis, Missouri. And May 25, just one year after graduating high school, she was deployed to the 129 Corp Support Battalion to Balad, Iraq. They said she became the first woman soldier to die while serving in Iraq or Afghanistan. You dig? The military told her parents, Dr. John and Linda Johnson, that Lavina died from a self-inflicted gunshot wound. Her death was ruled a suicide. Now, Dr. Johnson, a military vet himself, immediately became suspicious, as was his wife, whose immediate response was, not my baby, she wouldn't do this to herself. Now, I did a little bit of investigative journalism, my damn self. She had called her parents or she had written to them before. She had wrote something in a journal before she was killed that she was sexually assaulted before. A lot of these bases, they start off in Texas and then they end up going to Iraq. In that base in Iraq, and I believe that one in Texas as well, was known for a lot of sexual assaults. The Me Too movement didn't say a word. They didn't say a word, but I digress. Not a damn word. Dr. Johnson was told that Lavina shot herself in the mouth with her military-issued service weapon. Lavina's service weapon was a 40-inch M16. His daughter, only 5'1 and less than 100 pounds, would have had great difficulty maneuvering any M16 in her mouth of fire. And anybody that's hold a chopper before, I'm not going to give any information whether I've done or not. But anybody that's hold a chopper before, you know you can't hold no M16 and kill yourself with that shit. You can't do it. If you're 5'1", weighing less than 100 pounds, and you got a 40-inch chop, you can't commit suicide. That's impossible. They found acid remains in her vaginal area. Think about that. Who's going to rape someone and put acid in her area? This was a setup. They raped her, they murdered her, and they left her for dead. There's something called the Freedom Information Act. They didn't want to give the family information. You dig? The military, the Johnson family was told that Lavina was upset. Look, the Johnson family was told that Lavina was upset because her brand new boyfriend of two months had broken up with her via email. Okay, that's that more of that. See, that's that same See, now, when you start looking at the things like Emmett Till, when you look at the brother in Louisiana, the 15-year-old, they start making up immediate excuses without a prior investigation. The military alleged that Lavina printed the emails, stuffed them in her pocket, slung her M16 over her shoulder, and went to buy M&Ms and a six-pack of soda at the military store with an unnamed male friend. The military claimed the two returned to the barracks, but then, uh, then Lavina left again alone this time. They say she made her way to a tent because that's where they found her. Let's keep it. Let's keep it 100. They found her at a tent. This was an ambush. I made up the term domestic terror ambush. This was a and see here. Let, let's go back to this again. When Jim Crow Joe and Crime Koala start talking about accountability and police reform, it's all bullshit. You should be talking about punishment. Brianna Taylor worked as a 
was she not like an amb uh, ambulance person? We should be in a protected class. The Supreme Court just put the LGBT in the protected class. The 1866 Indian Treaties and the 1866 Dawes Act and the 1866 Civil Rights Act requires that we are to be in a protected class. The descendants of the slaves, if your mama was on a, if your great, 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 great grandmama was on a goddamn plantation, you're supposed to be in a protected class, which means if a race soldier or some honky just comes and slaps you just because you black, that motherfucker's supposed to be doing life with no parole. All those police from the district attorney to the judge and everybody in Kentucky is supposed to do be doing a life parole with no or a death penalty. There should be something where Breonna Taylor's killers should be doing life with no parole. And the fact that she was a medical worker, it should be another 35 years. You know, they got a gang injunction act in California for gang ganging them. Oh, you're with a gang? Oh, you can't hang out on this corner. Oh, you slapped that nigga. That's another five years for a gang enhancement act. It should be a gang gang enhancement act for the race soldiers. The Vallejo race soldiers, the badge benders, and the executioner squad in the LAPD in Compton, they should be added to a gang enhancement act. If you're a gang member, if you're a white supremacist, you're a gang member. You gang gang. That's a whole lot of gang shit. So you should be charged with a gang enhancement act. And the fact that you're with law enforcement, you should be law. You should be charged with, you know how they do us. Oh, first degree, first degree intentional, first degree with this, first degree with a fifth degree position of a weapon. It should be all of that. First degree intentional homicide. First degree intentional homicide as a race soldier. First degree intentional homicide gang enhancement act. First in, first degree intentional homicide for this for ambushing and killing an unarmed domestic uh, uh, an unarmed descendant of the slaves, which is protected by the 1866 Indian Treaty that is not enforced. You should be charged with those crimes. Them motherfuckers. Each time they touch an unarmed black person, it should be like a hundred years minimum. The 1986 Drug Acts had minimum. Nigga had a little handful of crack. Nigga, you do 30 years minimum. 94 Crime Bill, you do 20 years minimum. Talk to me, people. Can I get a witness? Is anybody tonight here on the Bagland podcast that knows anybody that has still suffered from the 94 Crime Bill? Mandatory minimums. 1986 Drug Acts, mandatory minimums. And the fact that this sister went to the fact that this sister went to the military to serve her country as a patriot. It should be a violation of the Patriot Act. They had two ballistic experts and they state that her M16 is more inconsistent with a bullet wound from a nine millimeter pistol. She was right handed. The bullet that killed Lavina was never found. Where did the bullets go? The military's own residue test indicates that she may not even had handled the weapon that supposedly killed her. Over the next few years, through the Freedom of Information Act, the Johnson slowly began to obtain information about what really happened. Once the military was forced to hand over color photos of the crime scene, more information came to the light. The photos showed that his daughter had bruises and scratches on the upper part of her torso. There was teeth marks. What time of what type of barbaric bastard would bite her? She was badly beaten. Something that Dr. Johnson believed to be lie or another caustic substance had been poured on her vaginal area. 
mostly likely to eliminate DNA evidence from rape. Now, uh, I don't know anybody that has any acid. And I don't know no serial hood hitters personally, allegedly. So, no, I don't know anybody that would have no damn acid. I don't know anybody that would have no acid to commit a to, to overrule a crime scene. Anytime you're using stuff like that, you know you did something wrong. There was a trail of blood leading outside of the tent, suggesting that Lavina had been dragged into the tent. Come on, man. No word from the Me Too. No word from Jim Crow Joe. We got some more slap. We done, we gonna change the vibe a little bit. Hey. We gonna change the vibe a little bit. I wanna bring in a new, here's another one. Now, now to this, I wanna speak about are you guys familiar with Gary Webb? Now, theintercept.com released something not too long ago, and they said that, let me know if it's too loud, I gotta have my slap. You dig? Fever's 420, what's happening tonight, man? How the CIA watched over the destruction of Gary Webb. Now, if y'all know anything about Gary Webb, See, what he was basically trying to do was he was trying to find, you know, the fettuccine Alfredos and he was trying to make sure, you know, that, you know, there was some transparency. I think Freeway Ricky Ross had been involved in some of that whole thing. You know, like, man, our government, man, they did some dirty shit. You know, they even funded the drug war, the so-called war on drugs and all of that. Um... It says 18 years after it was published, Dark Alliance. Now, there's a Netflix film called Dark Alliance, I believe, by Gary Webb, which is really great. The San Jose's Mercury News bombshell investigation into links between the cocaine trade, Nicaragua's Contra rebels, and African-American neighborhoods in California remains one of the most explosive and controversial exposés in American journalism. So basically, they dumped crack on niggas, locked a bunch of niggas up for it, and funded a war. It makes you wonder why the U.S. is so soft on illegal immigration. they like, oh, no, we need them packs coming through here. We need them blocks coming through here. I took, I took a, I think I talked about this a long time ago. And, and, you know, I've never been, I've never been, you know, a black man that, has said, hey man, you know, I, I I was a trap boy. I've been in the dope game. I've been in the dope game. You know, I might have dilly dallied around with some shit, but I mean, I ain't never been a trap nigga. And I remember I took a ride from this brother in Gary, Indiana. He was a taxi driver, and he told me some shit. And like I said, I wasn't really asking a lot of questions, but we was just talking. And he told me, he said, man, listen. Back in the 80s, I think it was the 70s or 80s, but he broke it down. He said, listen, young brother. He said, when them bricks came through, he said, man, I come from the game. He said, when that shit came through, that shit said USDA. Or it said it was a stamp. This nigga told me that it was stamped. 
by the government. Like that shit was stamped like a goddamn <laughs> a goddamn steak. <laughs> he said that shit was stamped when the motherfuckers came through. I said, what? I said, what you mean they were stamped? He's like, man, this shit was sanctioned. He said, they brought that shit up in here. He told me, he said, trust me, nigga. He said, I ain't gonna get no details, but nigga, he said, I was in the game. I know. He said, that shit was stamped. US, USA. Like a goddamn, you know, like you get your little Ralph Lauren or some shit, you know. I say Ralph Lawrence because, you know, Tommy Hilfiger ain't gonna get no, uh, and Tommy Hilfiger ain't gonna get no, you know, uh, polo on my horse fucked Hilfiger, you know what I'm saying? Rest in peace of sweet James Jones. Uh, he said that shit was stamped, sealed, and approved. Now, I don't know if that's true, but according to the Dark Alliance, mm, I don't know. The 20,000 word series enraged black communities, prompted congressional hearings, and became one of the first major national security stories in history to blow up online. It also sparked an aggressive backlash from the nation's most powerful media outlets, of course, the megalomaniacal, masochistic mainstream media. They don't want to take no part of it. Uh, they tried to discredit Gary Webb's reporting. Now, one thing I want to talk about with Gary Webb, he was considered to be off code. He was considered to be off code. See, when you're a white person and you report the truth and you report transparency, you're considered to be off code. And that's why he got a bullet to his head and they try to make it seem like he killed himself and all this. He said, you're not supposed to help these Negroes. You're not supposed to report the truth. You're supposed to uphold the system of racism, white supremacy. That ain't your fucking job. Oh, oh, you, you, you one of these John Brown types. Oh, you one of them? Okay. Uh, we, we know what we're going to do with you. So he lost everything. I think he lost his wife. He lost to report the truth. You know, you get punished if you're, and see, that's why when you start telling me, man, we need allies, we need white allies. Your white allies are going to be like Gary Webb. They're not going to be Becky that just wants to sleep with you, Jerome. No, that's not an ally. That's just a one night stand. <laughs> and you, <laughs> That's a one night stand and the nigga be on VH1 with child support. That that's what that is. So no. That Gary Webb is a real would would be considered a true real ally. Like he he literally gave his life to this shit. He's not gonna be on 94 West dancing and twerking, listening to music, talking about, well, you know, George Floyd and all that. He's not gonna be dancing about this shit. He's out here uncovering the graveyard. He's digging it up. He's put he's literally putting it on the line. So if they're not like Gary Webb, eh, that's just, you know, it's just a party. And I'm telling you, Gary Webb. Oh, this look like my man here. Yes, sir. Yes, sir. Can yep. you hear me? I can, I can hear you. What, what's going on? Yeah, he is. Man, you going in on these demonic devils tonight, man. Let's go. Let's go. But 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 you're right. If they're not like Gary Webb, we don't want them as an ally. If they're not like John Brown, uh, you know, they can no. go that way. We, we not rocking with them. Um, and another thing with Becky, let's be careful because it might not just end. It might end in your demise messing with Becky, right? Becky right. might weaponize the police against you. Right? Yeah. We've right. Seen, yeah. Seen that play out. 
Becky weaponized the police. Oh, you raped me. You know what I mean? Now you now you in the joint doing three to ten, or you in the grave doing life because you wanted to mess down with Becky with the booty. Now I understand Becky booty has grown a little bit over the years, but that doesn't justify <laughs> your no, life. Don't. You understand? No, it me? don't. And that's what they're gonna do with Cameron the Coon. Yep. See. They, they they picked that nigga because I mean and you can look at him and I like I said I try oh man I'm about to get off cold a little bit I, I try to look and I'm like okay no he's demolished it's over with because they look at that coon smile and that coon they like okay we got him like he's one he's one of them he's like okay we're gonna put this Negro on this Brianna Taylor shit and when shit all goes yeah. to they say okay Donald J with the toupee if he don't win we're gonna put it all on this nigga and you know, Master McConnell was like, you know, all right, I don't like Negroes, but you know what? If he could be, well, what's the nigga from Django Unchained? What's his name? He was like, Master, please. What, what's his name? What's his character name? I don't know. His yeah, what the name. Samuel Jackson and Django Unchained? Yeah. He'd be like, it's one of them situations. It's kind of like, okay, I don't like you Negroes. You remember what McC yeah. Master McConnell said? He says they asked him about reparations. You know what he said? He said, "Oh, you got Barack." Right. <laughs> he said, right. "Yeah, you he said you got Barack you, Obama. You niggas don't need no reparations." Now he's he's a descendant of the owners. Like now he's mm. a cold-blooded redneck. Like if you were to sit down with 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 with, with Mitch McConnell, I call him Master McConnell. Mm. Master McConnell will be like, if you were to sit down with him and spend a weekend mm. with him and sip his little. $700 bourbon or whatever he drinks with his little alien hands changing in color and discolor he would sit down Ooh. and you if you were to ask him about some stories bro he'd be able to whip out them gator stories and just look at you like nothing mm -hmm. he'd be like yeah you know yeah mm -hmm. my my yeah, my great great grandfather yeah he he threw a couple black babies in the gator and in the, in the yeah he had a gator farm he had a couple Ooh. black babies it wasn't no big deal you know uh yeah matter of fact you know he had a couple mistresses and you know, he fathered about maybe 30, 40 children. They was all on the farm. He would he mm. would tell you something. Like, if you were to sit down, mm. something, like, I don't want to hear you. That's great. You don't want to hear that. You'll hear some yeah. niggas like that. But if you sat down with Mr. McConnell and you spent a weekend with him in his mansion or his plantation in Louisiana, he would tell you some shit like that. It, it, would, it would break your heart. But he would tell you some and, stories like and that. He would and tell you, he, he would tell you in full confidence knowing that he will not be investigated not he will not, not only be all. investigated um there will be absolutely no action taken against him because like you explained you can't the the cops are investigating the cops the medical examiner is investigating the medical examiner and they're all covering up their tracks so who the fuck is going to investigate them who if the fbi so now i want to take it back to our young brother this and, and i can't spend too much time on it right because I, i'm completely enraged by what's going on and, and and remind you now so when we go back to kwan bobby charles's death we see that and and i think you mentioned this that they said he drowned right in the parish right yes sir 15 y'all 15-year-old kid, I mean, when you're 15, you're at least, you know, five feet, five, between five and six feet. The parish that they found this young boy in only went up to his knees. 
right. the water only went up to this young boy's knees, but he drowned. Um, they waited a day to tell the parents, a whole 24 hours before they even told the parents their son was, was, was brutally murdered. But they didn't say he was brutally murdered. They say he drowned in hmm. a two-foot parish. Did you did you mention who he left with that day? The last the last family he was found with was this white lady and her son. Yeah, he went with Becky. He he went with, with Becky. Becky, right? Thank you. Right. With Becky and her son. Now we have no we have we have no statements from Becky. We have no None. interrogation on Becky. We don't even have a police report from Becky. There's no there, there's no state. They, they they're saying he walked off. Like they drove to their house and then he walked off from their house into the sunset never to be found again so where is the criminal yeah. investigation on becky none what do we know it, it, it about becky? what do you, we know about her past we don't, we don't know anything we don't we don't know and like i said like before like when i was listening to the black media and i was thinking about what dr francis crest welsing said our immortal ancestor broke it down she said this is a religion and i remember my mom used to kind of break it down and said you know in minnesota she said there, here's something that you don't understand but she told me when i was a child she says dp there is more witchcraft and occult white supremacists mm. i didn't really use she didn't really use that term but she used she said that it, it, it's a lot of occult and i thought about the order of the ninth angels and a lot of them are kind of mm. like boots on the ground bob that basically they're like fringe groups and in order for them to join their little non-link fringe groups like when you look at the boogaloos and shit they gotta they gotta bang something for the set they gotta take something out and i said hmm when mm -hmm. you look at some of these sick uh when you look at these cow written house and all that somebody sat him down and said all right you gotta take a nigga out on the set if you have to take mm -hmm. out a karen or a bob in the name of white supremacy mm. then yes you take them out too because they're like okay if we take out jerome or kanisha uh mm -hmm. that's easy we've been doing that for 400 years no let's let's knock yeah. down somebody that really you know what i'm uh, saying and, yeah let's knock down an annie let's let's knock down a a, a a a ken you see what i'm saying and um i, I was i was so thinking about we, that now, case what we see go ahead yeah I was thinking about that case where now this was this was a recent case, but you don't really hear about it too much. Mm. It was a black woman. She had a white dude that recently had got killed. Now, I don't know if you heard about this case. They don't talk about it on the megalomaniacal masochistic mainstream media too much, but Mm. they talked they had mentioned something about he got shot or he got killed or something like that and this is a white dude but he had a black woman and you don't really hear about mm. that case at all it it kind of got shrouded under this whole proud boy thing and i don't know if you know or not but the proud boys they they had a couple token negroes where they said hey look um I, and and they flat out just put it on their message boards like you know I look at the uh, what's it called the Operation Storm I, you know I'm all I'm all over the white supremacist uh, message board just reading they shit and just listening to their little omens yeah. and occults and all this bullshit I be on that shit heavy bro and I sat there and mm -hmm. I thought about it and I said I looked at the screenshot and they said we're tired of these token Negroes because they had a token nigga they had some nigga from like the Dominican Republic or he was like one of these 
He was like one of these paid these ninety day fiance ass niggas or some shit. <laughs> you know they they had one of these niggas and they pretty much told him initially he was saying there's no racism. You said yeah, and, and he he said he said something like, well there's no racism in the Proud Boys and all that. And after Donald started looking like he was gonna lose, Bob was like, man fuck all this shit, man we ain't about to do none of this token shit. And they flat out just said it. We ain't accepting no LGBT. We ain't. Ex- and he said these words, bro. We're not accepting any token Negroes. We are going full court white supremacists. We ain't accepting no more blacks. We ain't accepting no Latins. We ain't, if you ain't a blonde blue, we ain't fucking with you. And they changed their name to Proud Goys. Mm-hmm. So the Proud Boys, they're like, okay, stand back, stand by. We stand it completely up. Mm-hmm. We're not faking. Or no, we ain't doing none of this. We just accepting anybody just to... You know, once they seen the, what Donald J. with Toupe was going to lose, they were like, oh, fuck that. They said, okay. And mm. when you when you said, where is the investigation? Just like Mike German, that from he was an ex-Fettuccine Alfredo, he said, they fully know damn well that these mm. white supremacists are fully enrolled with the Fettuccine Alfredo in law enforcement. So mm-hmm. when you say, where is the investigation? Mm-hmm. They start talk, getting on mm-hmm. cold. Like, yeah, we don't know what's going on. We don't know who this, that, and the third. They don't know anything. They ain't calling mm-hmm. the parents. They're not investigating anything. So they're like, okay, we can just hey. whack a nigga out, and that's it. So when we think about that, right, and, and, and here's, in, in my opinion, I think this is what's happening in, in, in law enforcement, what we see going on in every major city across this country. Now, I read that there used to be a law, right? And, and especially a lot of a lot of East Coast cities, New York being one of them, that you it, it was it was a, a city law or could be a state law that mandated the police officers to work in the communities they serve. Yep. Right? Yeah, true. They now now in, in I, I, I can't remember exactly when it was, maybe the late 80s that they did away with these laws and opened it up for, you know, across the entire state for people to come down and let's say Minneapolis, right? You want to work in Minneapolis, you can come from, you know, bumfuck Minnesota, Farmington, Virginia, wherever, and come police a community that you have no ties to. So now what I see happening is, you know, all these race soldiers um, in a rush to go hunt Negroes. You go hunt niggas and join the police force to go legally hunt niggas is what's going on. So you, it, it's a, it's almost like the gold rush of these race soldiers coming um, to get their badge to hunt niggas illegally, or illegally. Damn. I'm sorry. That that's um, and, and that and, you know, and that's what's going on. That's deep. That that's really deep, bro. I I never thought about it. I mean, I did think about it like that at one point, but. It reminds me of the badge benders in Vallejo, California. I always bring this up. And I thought about the LAPD in Compton. You remember when that race soldier got, it was some woman that got ambushed out there in Compton not too long ago. And she was the one that had been smiling when some Mexican dude got killed. They ambushed a Mexican dude out there in Compton. And this this same little group of LAPD race soldiers, you know, you, you look on their tattoos, yeah, and you lift their shirt up, and they got mm-hmm. little Nazi tattoos and shit. And you're like, hold on, nigga, you, mm. you, 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 Fernando, you, 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 Taco Fernando, and you're like, no, nigga, I'm, I'm, mm. I'm almost Bob. like Watchmen, uh, almost like Watchmen, right? Like Where they the have Watchmen, the little bro, tags, bro. 
you know, yeah, and, and, and not to, you know, uh, incorporate movies with real life, but we, we also know that movies come from real life. I mean, the Watchmen, the Watchmen was the best. The, the Watchmen was the best example. Aside from how the police work in Lovecraft Country, they were the best example on how race soldiers work when you got, like I said, you got Fernando. And you think, hey, hey, Holmes. He's like, no, nigga, I'm Bob. And you're like, you're looking at him like, you don't look like Bob. And he's like, shit, I'm trying to work to be Bob. And he'll whack you out just like Bob. Mm. The nigga got the Nazi tattoo. Like my homie called. I don't know if you heard the last episode, but I was talking about my homie from Sacramento. He said, man, when we go to the yard, his homie just came home. He came home from Crime Koala's little prosecution. Wouldn't let the nigga out, nigga innocent, mm-hmm. whatever. He says when he goes to the yard, they pat niggas down. Mm-hmm. They, they be like, okay, they make sure black folks ain't got no shanks. And they let the Aryan Nation and they let Fernando out there with them long, with them sticks. So 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 mm-hmm. when niggas go to the yard and they try to get them, get them up, they're working at a disadvantage. You see what I'm saying? They know, they know that they, they know a lot of times. See, they try to, they try to pull this whole thing. Like they said, well, you know, the Aryans and the mafia, they run the yard in a sense. But the thing is, they know if they take a head of fade with a nigga, they gonna lose. They can't win. They know that. So they like, okay, we can't have these niggas out here with these shanks. So we not gonna let niggas out with shanks. We gonna let the Mexicans out with shanks. So niggas take an L. You see what I'm saying? They, I've, I've heard reports where they do that in the LAPD as well, in LA, in LA, in the LA County Jail. Let, let me touch on that real quick, right? Um, because you, you bring up a good point. And somebody that's actually been inside and behind the wall, I can kind of give this a little texture, right? And in my opinion, Please. I think, I think, you know, the joint in any prison that you that, that you go to across this country is more civilized than the real world. And here's why I say that, right? Hmm. So when you go in the joint, you got the Aryans fuck with the Aryans, right? You know what I'm saying? White people right. fuck with white people. Black folks fuck with black folks. Mexicans with Mexicans, Asians with Asians. And there's not a whole lot of inter- intermingling, right? Everybody's on code. You feel me? And yeah, it, it, it while it does go down every day and it gets sent up every day, there's a, almost a universal rule of understanding that if the shit goes down, it's everybody against the police. You feel what I'm saying? Oh, so okay. now okay. everybody's dropping their affiliation to their, you know, to their race in the understanding that it's all of us against the police. So um, out here now, what, what we see in society is that, you know, it's a lot of pretending going on. Everybody pretends to fuck with each other. You know what I'm saying? But really, once it, once it goes down, it's Karen weaponizing the police against you right you know what i'm saying or billy bob calling authorities to you so that's just one example of how i feel in 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 the joint it's a little more civilized than the real world but case in point that i I want to bring things too far is back to um the police investigating themselves and us having no hopes of having a, a actual um, investigation with integrity when it comes to purging black boys and, and, and black women across this country is I want to bring us to Kendrick Johnson. Uh, Kendrick yeah, Johnson yeah, yeah. in 2014, right, was the 17-year-old ball players had the same number as me. We wore, we rocked the same number in high school. 25 was his basketball number. That was my jersey number. 
this 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 young brother was murdered inside a high school gym and rolled in a fucking mat with his organs missing. Now, mm, when the yeah. investigation um, ensued and the, and the kind of the details came out and then uh, and unraveled, it turns out he got into a fight with a white student at the school. Um, and a white student yeah. was upset with this young brother for basically knocking his knocking Becky down, right? Who he his girlfriend. Mm, I didn't you know, know that. I'm glad so, you brought that up. Kendrick, I had no clue. Yes, yes. This is a layer of the investigation that hasn't been touched at all. Um, and I actually got some receipts that I wanna that I wanna run off real quick. Um, so basically, for those that don't know, Kendrick Johnson um, was found dead inside a rolled up gym mat at a school with every organ missing from his head to his pelvis. Bro, that's just, it, it's its so obscene, it's so horrific, that if you're not enraged, you're, you're, you just, I don't know, you're, you're emotionally dead. But anyway, so Georgia officials said he slipped and rolled, he slipped into a rolled mat and suffocated and died from asphyxiation. This was a 15 the 15-foot rolled mat. And yeah, yeah, slipped into a rolled mat and ended up, and ended up suffocating himself. Anyways, the case was ruled not a homicide and was closed. So when we dig into the, the when we dig into this case, we see that one of the teenage boys who he got into a fight with, <laughs> father was an FBI agent. Woo! That's all. Sounds like that's that Alfred Wright. Sounds like that Alfred. Hold on, let me, let me say something real quick. Another thing, do you know when the family tried to? When they had an investigation, now this is something that people don't know, and 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 let's give a little context. I have not yet been to Atlanta, but what I've been told from many many reports, Atlanta's not Georgia. Atlanta, people say, well, yeah, I'm going to Georgia. No, Atlanta and right. Georgia's two different things. When you go two outside in them sticks, Completely. that's Georgia. Rural, rural which means honky tonk. Yeah, yeah. Clan you, nation. You, you go out. You go outside Atlanta. And there's certain places, matter of fact, Forsyth County, Okra and Kale, uh, mm. Okra, the Harpo beat me. She did, she did, she did, she did one in 1986 where Forsyth, Forsyth County, and for a long time, there was a, Forsyth County was a place, it was like a, it was an expulsion county where basically at one point, you know, it might have been some Becky fucking with some nigga and they kicked all the black folks out like in the, like 70 years ago. And, even mm. in the 80s, you couldn't come out to Forsyth mm. County. They had some John Lewis and we shall overcome. They tried to go out there and they ran their ass out of there. Like, you mm. can't go to Forsyth County. Um, now, I don't, now, now, what was interesting, I'll try to make it short, but I was working in an IT contract, as y'all know, I, I deal with IT. And so. I was doing an IT contract where there was this system that was, um, it was some type of system issue or something i was working for like uh i think it was a um a school district that was doing some test asset assessment software or something and i and i seen forsyth forsyth county and i just happened to look yep. at it when i seen that my eyes popped up i said whoa and i was talking to her on the phone and i said uh you live in forsyth county and she was like yeah i've been living out here for a while and i was like 
I wanted to say more, but I couldn't say much over the phone. And I was like, oh, shit. Like, you know, and so I said, how long you been living out there? Oh, I've been living out here for years. So then I started kind of looking at it a little bit. And I said, okay, it changed a little bit. But that's one of them places. There actually did a, there's a documentary on uh, YouTube that talks about, uh, talks about it. It's called, um, I can't remember the name. Let me pull it up in a little bit. But anyway, they were breaking mm-hmm. it down where, um, you know, like I say, in 86, you couldn't really go out there like that. Now, Kendrick Johnson is another redneck place. When you when you pull up where Kendrick Johnson is from, that ain't Atlanta. That's not Atlanta yeah, at all. No, that's, that's the backwoods. That's, that's the backwoods. That's them places where, you know, like us, we, we from Minnesota. So we might go out there and in some of them places, it's still the same where, you know, we might come and we might go somewhere and they might pull us over and, and we might not say yes, sir. And them motherfuckers go berserk. Like, boy, what you say? Like, some places Facts. where you get found. You know what I'm saying? And we're like, you're like mm-hmm. okay, you one of them uppity Negroes. Okay. All right. Let, let me show you how we... And see, with him dealing with Becky, that was mm-hmm. an uppity Negro situation. Like, oh, you think you could... You know, not only my son, you know, you're banging my son's Becky. That was like the mm-hmm. ultimate... That was a Carol and Bryant situation. That was like the ultimate. And the, when the family did an investigation, did you guys know that they sued the family? Did well, y'all well, know what's that? What's that? So, so hold on. They, they, sued. They, they sued the victim's family? or the... They sued the victim's family. Y'all could go pull up the receipts. It's, they The family is in lawsuits because the family kept trying to fight. And they were like, oh, hold on, wait a minute. Yes. You Negroes better keep your mouth shut. And the family was going to the yes. corner like, okay, where's his body parts? Oh, we don't have them. Then he went to the funeral yeah. home. Where's the body parts? Oh, we don't know. So yeah. they gave that old yes. Jedi mind trick. You see what I'm saying? That old job of the hut bullshit. They said, okay, we don't know. And the family was like, okay, let's keep fighting. Let's keep fighting. And so you have a lot of, and that's why, that's why at the very beginning of my, my podcast, I brought up Jim Crow, Joe mm-hmm. Saxophone, Bill, and Reparations Intangible. So I, I, I looked at it like, not just the bad, you could never really repay us, but this type of shit mm-hmm. is going on. So when you got the Popeye, Chicken, Negro, Spiritual people talking about, we done came a long way. We got young black folks, 17, 18, 19, out here getting struck down. You see what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. In the street. HD cannon, niggas getting rolled up and fucking... This is Emmett Till shit. That's what I'm saying, bro. Like, this is fucking 2020 with Emmett Till shit. So when niggas start talking about, man, we done came a long way. When niggas start hitting me with the with the chicken Negro spiritual energy... Right. I, I start feeling like, right. dancing man... Dancing in the street, bussy bopping in the street. I'm, yeah. I'm like, bro... Love dancing I, in the street. I, I, I'm like, you know, when you hit me with the Van Jones energy, I start feeling like, nigga, you might Kendrick Johnson me for a butter biscuit. Like, seriously, dude, like, you, you're dangerous. You're you're a you're a scared plantation. You're a dangerous plantation Negro. You're the Negro mm-hmm. that upset the Denmark VZ and Nat Turner insurrection. You're one of them niggas. Let me get away from you because, mm-hmm. um, I mean, yeah. it's, it's it's really sad, yeah. bro. Because, yeah. And let's be clear, that that's what Nat Turner did. He had a decisive moment in his revolution, in his uprising, where he looked at all the men that was following him, looked them dead in the eyes and said, if you coming with me, if you riding with me, then ride. If you want out, let me know right now. And those who stepped forward and wanted out, he shot him in the head. Yep, and he should And rightfully so. 
rightfully so man we didn't one thing we did not do because you know black people inherently have a very we have we have a human i don't know if you know the term like i think i was doing a i was doing a report on el greco and they were breaking down Mm -hmm. a lot of the because you know at, at some point there was a certain point in history where you couldn't make certain uh pictures you know like like the church okay but like when you look at game of thrones you had they they were trying to mend faith they were trying to the men men the the kingdom with the church you see what i'm saying so you couldn't yes. draw certain pictures yep. so when you had you had different eras like uh hu- uh humanistic and stuff black people are so humanistic where you know uh so humanitarian where we were like you know mm-hmm. um when we left the plantation, we brought John Lewis, we brought the Elijah Cummings, we brought the Jesse Jacksons and Sharpton, we brought the niggas that would would turn state evidence, we brought the niggas, the rats, the, the rats and the coons, the, the shitty cousins are the niggas that were on the plantation that when the slave master basically said, you know, here's a but literally, like I, I'm not joking. I'm trying. I'm trying to keep a straight face. Literally, a butter biscuit, nigga. Here's a butter biscuit and some hay, and you know, here's this. Here, here's this bed winch here. I, you know, I know this bed winch really doesn't fuck with you like that because we got another big buck. But you're like a skinny ass nigga. Mm-hmm. Let's go. Let, let's get Sharkeisha. You could lay with her, and here's a butter biscuit. That's all it took. That's all it took for mm-hmm. some niggas, bro. And biscuits so. And buns biscuits and buns see that's another thing we don't like when you look and think about like the 60s and 70s the black point black exploitation that came straight off the plantation pimping and prostitution came straight off the plantation so you get a you, you get a you get a Popeye chicken negro spiritual people that'll dance on the table for a 299 sandwich and will kill you over it and then a nigga that I, I do, I, I do, I that, do, that, I do want to interject right there, DP. Hold on, I just want to interject here. <laughs> okay, okay. Just, just, just okay. for, just for, um, just for historical references, though. You know, just said to straight prostitution is one of the oldest, you know, sins in the world, and I think, in my opinion, comes from, you know, what I'm saying the freaky ass Greeks and Romans and Romans. You know what I mean? True. That, that's true. Those civilizations was was really into some freaky shit. And I I want to I want to I want to uh, put place that at their doorstep. You know what I mean? And, that's and, and, true. That's you know, true. Even that was though, the yes, it, yes, it, it was definitely prevalent on the plantation. But I want to give the Greeks, uh, you know, uh, all the rights for that. True. That's true. Well, yeah. Well, what they did is they sold it back to us. What they did is when you when you look at you jive turkey motherfuckers, they they use that little character, and that kind of came like the they they kind of it's almost like they took it. And when they sold it to us, that's where you get the old niggas, the the Popeye chicken Negro spiritual niggas with the with the Cadillacs. You you start talking to some of these niggas, and you start bringing up shit like reparations. They be like, man, that's that's old. And they were the jive turkey Negroes. These were the jive turkey mm. Negroes with the cranberry sauce on the side. That you know, um, when you look at, do you remember that? Okay, I'm trying to think of how I could tie this nigga. Do you remember? Roots. Do you remember? Do you remember Roots when, when you had Chicken George? Now Chicken George was smart, mm-hmm. but you you see how mm-hmm. they try to place Chicken George. Chicken George was a yeah master. You know we gonna get this turkey. You know so he was the he he played. They made him look like the jive turkey negro. 
Yeah. But chicken but yeah. chicken George, he 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 gave his family the game like, "No, nah, we going to get off this plantation." Mm-hmm. And remember he right. went to this master and he said, "Tom Moore." Remember Tom Tom Moore was like a I mean, you know, even other slave owners, they considered him to be a cracker. You know, he resented that name. Like he didn't like that shit. He was a drunk ass cracker. Like no no disrespect. He was just so, a drunk ass so then who would be the who who would be not the chicken george because i think chicken george had a level of consciousness especially yeah he did he did in the film he came to he came to a state of consciousness um but yes, sir. like the the the, the 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 chicken popeyes eat negro spirituals of today if you could put them in one class i almost have to i almost have to drop that at the doorstep of the athletes he, I almost have to put that at the athletes and entertainers, right? The entertainers yeah. and the athletes. Because think about it, Chicken George was an entertainer. Chicken George was right. cold with the chickens, bro. He had a little yeah, racket. Yeah, he, he used to travel from plantation to plantation, church to church, doing his little chicken show, right? So now right. the entertainer, the, the entertainers and the athletes have become the modern day Chicken Joes, worse than Chicken Joe, right? You know what I mean? So yeah. they are. I think they have been um, given the task to keep, you know, us dumb, deaf, and blind. Well, they were um, the prime time step infection. Step infection died broke. They were like, they're like the proud step infection. Like, they get the burly buck. They they get a nigga like, and so, you know, me, I've taken the position recently where it's like, people say, well, you know, you run over Donald, you a coon. I'm starting to look at the Jim Crow Joe Biden supporters kind of coonish too, bro, because... Oh, yeah. Now you get oh, a Herschel yeah. Walker. Now that no see question. it's one thing like like me, I don't care. If you voted for Donald, fine. If you told me right now on the Bagland podcast, yeah, nigga, I voted for Donald, I like the platinum plan. I don't give a fuck. But when you start getting up there and you're and you became a a bombastic, burly, butt broken, when you start when you start coming Ooh. off like the Terry Crews and the Herschels, you know, when you start coming off like now I'm gonna I'm gonna make a stretch right here. But mm-hmm. Fever's 420, my man live right now, he could attest. I love the 94 Jordans, but <sighs> man, Jordan's on Jordan's on the buck broken train to me a little bit. I'm gonna tell you why. Because when uh mm-hmm. what's his name? Well, who give me the name? Was it Mr. Hodges? Who who was the brother that went to the White House and the Dashiki that went to uh Magic Johnson and went to Jordan and said, Hey man, we need to help some black folks out. I think he was from the south side of Chicago. And man, they took that nigga off the team. He's like a he was like a three, four time champion. What was his name? I can't remember his name, bro. Oh, uh, Craig Craig Hodges. Craig Hodges, I believe. That's what Craig I'm saying. Hodges. He he went out oh. there on some he went out there on some revolutionary shit. Like, man, we need to help the brothers out, man. We 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 winning. Mm-hmm. We're, we're we're winning. Mm-hmm. We don't need to buck dance anymore. We run this shit. If I'm see, mm-hmm. they let Don Imus and they let who's that other Jewish dude that said not the nappy headed hoes dude, the other dude. He had a little light skinned bed yeah. winch. What was his name? He owned a team. What's his name? Yeah, Howard Stern. Oh, you no, talking no, about uh, him? Okay, yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah he was talking about old, the Clippers owned. Yeah, he was. Yeah. yeah, he said, "How dare you bring Magic Johnson to the game, bitch? You gonna bring <laughs> Negro to the game and sit with him and eat popcorn? How dare you? They had him on tape, man. And, and, and we thought that was we we thought that was just one situation. We thought that was just." an exception right. you know he was the only one we got him out of there now let's go back 
to being entertained, right? Because all the other yeah. owners are they're just they're good. You know, they're they're for this us. Is, the other owners rock with a, us. It was just that dude. It was it was this is equivalent to the Jim Crow Joe situation. Let's go back to sleep. You know, th- this is for this is a lot of times for the Popeye, some of the Popeyes, Negro spiritual niggas to go get them another Becky again because they feel like, well, you know, Donald, D- Donald's out the paint. Can you still hear me? I'm good. Hello. Yeah. Yeah. yeah okay. Donald's Donald's out the paint. Um, I can get a Becky now because let's be clear. The cool Negroes were in a real, real weird position, bro. They were like in a pinky in the brain position. They were like, okay, if you're with this MAGA right wing Becky, but you you know you got the Black Lives Matter and all this shit, he he's in a weird position. He's in a very, very strange position right now, bro. You know, because he's like, okay, he knows that. At the end of the day, Becky, she's got to take the the right wing of white supremacy, and she's gonna start calling that nigga names after a while. They're gonna start having conversations where they can't avoid him in the home. You know why don't these people uh just stay home and stay off the highway? She'll start making comments like that, and then the inner coon in him right. wants to be quiet, but he knows like, well, damn, you know what I'm saying? She's talking so greasy. To where I might have to say something, and if I say something, she's gonna be like, "Well, Jerome, I, I didn't think you were like them. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? I thought, I, you know, I thought you were, I, you know, I thought you were like Tiger. Like I, right. I didn't know that you were like, I didn't know you were like Fiddler. I thought you, know, you I, I, I thought you were the go along to get along Negro. You yeah. know, so go along when you along. start walking, you start walking around like the nigga and get out. You remember get out where the nigga had, that was running running making them little late night late night dog jog, jogs she, she thinking like you wanna i seen a nigga look just like that bro and he had a little <laughs> hat on at one point in time bro and the nigga and and he was like racism what racism and he had him a little becky i mean he had a hefty becky yeah. it wasn't like a becky where you could be like okay i i i, I kind of see why he did it like i see like he had a little you know said a little potential like he wasn't like that it was like an old 55 year old I mean, she was like a massive McConnell Becky. Like, uh, she was a hardcore MAGA. Like, yeah, you know, these people shouldn't be in the street. And I got a few black friends. She was like one of those. She was like the Benjamin. Be- Remember I said Benjamin Bedbuck? She was like the Benjamin Bedbuck Becky, bro. Like late 40s, late 50s. <laughs> you know, she was like a late, a late Karen. She's like a, she's like a pre-Sarah, late Karen. You know what I'm saying? A 911 Karen. And I was like, you damn, bro. I said, this nigga had the MAGA hat. This nigga had the MAGA hat. He was proud and he was grinning. And it reminds you of like the, do you remember the, do you remember the grin where the nigga would be on a cream of wheat? But it was a grin even deeper than that. And he had no hat on. And he looked just like the nigga from Get Out. You remember the nigga from Get Out? He was taking that late night run. Yeah. Yeah, he was jog. He looked just like this nigga. He had a big ass grin. He was so happy. He wasn't happy, bro. Cause he was just a coon. He was happy because the Becky was basically. He was like, man, hey, racism. There's no racism. See, he figured if I could get some sexual access from Becky, you know, there's no racism. And 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 see, he has to have that coon say, conversation. Yeah, uh, I, I was gonna say, man, and and here's why these coons are so dangerous. 
um, is because that same person that is buck dancing in the street, bussy bopping and backsliding in the street over brain dead Biden is the same dude who's going to line up blindly for any vaccine that they issue. It's the same person, the same person yeah. that is yeah. out here celebrating and and, and, and cooning over brain dead Biden is going to be the same person. He's going to be first in line for the vaccine. You know what I mean? And that's dangerous. That's a dangerous, that's a danger to, to all of our well-being. He's a danger. So I don't know if he needs to get Nat Turner. I don't know if he needs to get inoculated. Maybe, I don't know. Maybe he should get inoculated. I'm, I'm not well, quite you know sure what, at this point. You know what I, what I thought? The coons are going to destroy themselves because, like I said, even if you have a bet, see, here's the here's the, here's the weird thing. It's like when you look at Game of Thrones and you're like, all right, am I for House Stock or am I for House Bolton? Well, Stock is kind of things are looking down for Stock right now, and Bolton is in a weird position because you didn't cross somebody out. You can't go with the with the South. You can't side with you. You can't really side with with, with Cersei and them because you've already claimed mm. the North. So so now what it is is this is a Ramsey Bolton situation. You done killed your pops. You're a bastard, as mm. they said in the Game of Thrones. You're you're not a real Bolton. You're not a stock. You see what I'm saying? Like mm. what are you, nigga? Like you you're, you're like this chameleon hybrid. You're you're like that movie Splice. Like nigga, you're you're just like a made up nigga. You, you don't oh. really have no place. You can't come. You can't come to the grassroots. You can't holler. Yeah, he is. Yeah, he is gonna be looking at you sideways. Becky's gonna be picking oh. position. Like okay, they're bringing in. They're like okay, Negro, Jim Crow, D- D- Donald J with the toupee. Yeah, we're MAGA people. Donald's about to be out the door. Okay, well. Now I got to turn up on niggas because white supremacy requires me to turn up on niggas. And my husband or my Benjamin Bedbuck is a Negro. So I'm going to have to take the position. I may have to get mm-hmm. with a Bob. Okay. Even if that don't work, if Jim Crow Joe gets in, now I'm taking the position mm-hmm. where, all right, we letting all these illegals in here, 500,000 off. We got the black women vote. Black women ain't gonna get shit. Mm-hmm. We gonna bring in these eleven illegal immigrants, as we said on our website. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Black folks didn't understand this, so we gonna let all these these folks in. We gonna bring mm-hmm. these other five hundred thousand in. And where do you fall, Benjamin Bedbuck? I mean, really, where 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 do you fall, Benjamin Bedbuck? You don't fall nowhere because you're like, okay, yeah, I'm MAGA, but the thing is, is mm-hmm. you can't join the Proud Boys. And you can't join mm. Yeah Yeah. So where do you fall? Mm. You're like Pluto. You're like you're you're like you're like oh you know Saturn has a moon. What's Saturn's moon called? I forgot what it's called. Saturn has a moon. Somebody help me. Mm-hmm. Somebody help me in the chat room. Mm-hmm. You're just like an mm-hmm. offset nigga. Like you're you're out of orbit. You ain't you know what I'm saying? You you you're 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 in just like a so Benjamin Bedbuck is trying to find him a place in, in, in society. They're, they're going to see Benjamin Bedbuck is going to tell you like, OK, rest in peace. But I got to say this. This might be off code, but I got to say this. Do you remember the nigga was like, man, none of my black family, you know, they don't give a fuck about me and black folks, this black folks, that. And the cop whacked the nigga. He tried to shake his hand and the nigga blew the, the, the race officer blew his ass away. 
like Negro. For real? You know what I'm saying? It was just yes. I can't remember his name. I believe but you didn't really it. I hear believe the, it. I just, yeah, I didn't hear it. Bro, didn't, you didn't, didn't hear, hear the grassroots this, talking about it but, much because they said, well, it's the same thing with this. Oh, let's hug the let's hug Amber Geiger. I was kind of like, man, y'all putting us in a fucked up position. Niggas is losing their heads off of this type of shit, and y'all want to hug these motherfuckers. And what did Texas do? Dallas said, hey. We ain't responsible. Amber Geiger's not a cop anymore. Them niggas didn't get a dime, not a penny. Hey, it, isn't it so? It, that's that's so wild. That's so wild. It, it, isn't it crazy how, it, at least in my estimation, that like almost even even our community has like Bloods and Crips has taken a backseat to to banging red and blue for Republican and Democrat. Like niggas is going so hard. Over brain dead yeah. Biden, like they're bank, they're gang bank, they're gang, gang bang, yeah. red and blue, fuck bloods and crips, nigga. They're banging Biden. They're not banging blood. They're, they're banging, banging Biden. Biden. You know what I'm saying? They're banging Biden. And it's almost it's 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 out of the, and and for the record, I just want to state at least for me, like you know, it's not. I'm not about. I don't stand with either side. I just try yeah. to understand the characters at play. Right? It's about understanding yeah. the characters who are presented to us, right? It's not about, I don't, I'm not a Trump supporter. You feel what I'm saying? But I understand what's at stake right now. I understand this crazy time that we're living in and what's at stake. And I think under brain dead Biden's administration, it just makes it easier for them to roll out the detrimental shit they're going to roll out. That affects I said us something particularly like, even more. Go ahead. I said something like five Five, about five or six episodes I said something and I thought I would never say it in my life and I asked a question and I asked this to a couple of my family members and some people and it really got them under the hot seat do you remember in Batman now I'm going to bring this back Just as a, I, we always make these movie references because it's important because I, I kind of analyze things you remember when Batman was or, or, or Joker you know he had got into that little scuffle with Batman this was in the this was exact Nicholson Batman in 89 where he said he, he had a deal and he had all these business deals he had his he had it in with Batman and you know he basically was telling him you know like I think they got into a fight at like a nuclear like a power plant or some shit and you know what ended up happening bro is he ended up you know his face got fucked up so he had this deal with all the bosses and he was telling them, like, nigga, I'm the boss yeah. now. And then they turned around and said, well, no. So he basically choked this one nigga out, put his ass on fire, and told him, you're a little hot under the collar. He kind of grabbed his collar, and he was talking to him, and he says, I'm glad you're dead. I almost fell out of my chair. I couldn't breathe for five straight minutes, bro. I like and I said, I said, okay, that was a power move. That was the most. Some people are like I like gangs in New York. No, that was the most gangster move yeah. in the fucking history of film. He says, I'm. He you. says, I'm glad you're dead. I the dude was dead you. already. He was dead. So I told, my, I told my family members. I said, I asked him. I said, let me tell you something. Donald Jay with the toupee. You don't like him. He's not a likable guy. Honest, he's kind of telling you like, hey, look, I ain't got nothing for you. Whatever. I said, okay. Right. Let's take Jim Crow Joe. And he blatantly mm -hmm. tells you. Now, a lot of people, what they don't know is the, the flip of the same coin. If you look at the, if you close your eyes, if you was a nigga that ain't never, you was Ray Charles and ain't never seen a motherfucker in your life and you read the policies in Braille, 
Jim Crow mm-hmm. Joe has done worse than any fucking president in the last 40 fucking years. I'm talking about that 94 crime bill. Undisputed. Undisputed. This is this is we don't have to debate over this. This this mm-hmm. isn't uh, this isn't something where we have to say. Well, uh, right. Man, I don't want to argue. I, I don't want to. We, we can't yeah, I don't argue, argue about uh, about so that. That's I, just personal so facts. I, yeah. Go so ahead. This is what I asked him. I said, if Jim Crow Joe basically says the same thing he says, hey, um, immigrants are resilient. Then they asking about reparations. They asking about okay, what the fuck you gonna do for the black vote? He said, right. well, like he said, you ain't black. Immigrants are resilient. In so many words, the same shit Donald's saying, nigga, fuck you. I ain't giving you shit. I, right. I'm a Democrat, but y'all forget. I used to fuck with Donald's, with, with, with uh, Strom Thurmond. I got a letter from George yeah. Wallace. We need a liberal George Wallace. That's what he said. We need a liberal George Wallace. I am a conservative moderate on a Democratic Party, on a do-nothing Democratic mm-hmm. Party. I have nothing for you niggers, nothing for you Negroes. I said, mm-hmm. I asked my family members, I said, if Donald J with the toothpaste says, listen, I ain't doing nothing for no goddamn immigrants. I ain't doing shit for no for, for no free freeloaders and nobody ain't been here five minutes. I'm doing something specifically <laughs> for the descendants of the slaves. If, if, now, if he would have mm-hmm. said this, I said, if he said, did mm-hmm. your grand, great, great grandmama, did she work for free on a fucking plantation? Was she beaten, raped? Was it a Reese Taylor? Was it a Ida B. Wells? Was it a Denmark Vesey? specifically mm-hmm. for the people who built this shit for free. Absolutely. I have a grant, not alone. I have uh right. I have I have a law that's gonna put you in a protected class. So if the race soldiers touch you, they go to jail with life or no right. parole. Vote for me. Would you mm-hmm. vote? And you know what I told my family? You fucking right mm-hmm. I'd vote for him. I don't you like him. I don't right. have to no like question. for him. You fucking right I'd vote. Mm-hmm. It's not about what you like. It's about what mm-hmm. they deliver. And as my man said from Sacramento when he was on the last episode, he said it shouldn't even be about who you like. You should be able to go to a piece of paper and look at the policies that the people have. And I never thought about that, bro. Thank you. I said, damn, that's Thank pretty you. dope. Let's look at what policies, what do you offer the American people for the vote that they receive? We pay taxes. This is not a democracy. It's a republic. What will you do for the American people? What policy do you have? Plain and simple. Well, you know, uh, you know, he, he he just made me. Let me tell you what some of my people mad. It, it, it made me look at niggas a different way. These these are family members and all that. It made me look at niggas a different way, bro. Well, he's mean. He's mean. So I start asking them questions. I said, "Do you know anybody that was locked up under the '94 crime bill?" I do. Do you know anybody that was locked up under the crack, the crack in 1986? Well, you know, and you know what, what really, really hurt me? This hurt me more than Donald and Jim Crow Joe put together. When niggas started coming with this, man, well, they shouldn't have, they shouldn't have did nothing to went to jail. I said, oh, Lord, my heart almost dropped. I thought I was going to have a heart attack, bro. I said, oh, God, they got him. Fuck. Fuck. I said, I said, this is. This is that same energy. This is the Popeye's chicken Negro spiritual energy, bro. Where when when John Brown went to the plantations, bro, there was a lot of niggas that was like, man, I don't want to leave. And I, I can understand that because I know what cognitive dissonance does. So, okay. 
but there was a lot of niggas that still have that same energy. Like when John Brown, like I, I, I talked to a family member. They were like, well, John Brown was wrong because what? Well, it wasn't the Christian thing mm-hmm. to do. I said, God damn it. Fuck. Oh, Come Lord. Come on. That was, more, said, oh, that was the most Christian thing to do. <sighs> that was the most Christian thing to do. Jeez. And, and 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 and, here, and and here's the thing with the you know I I just I just see it like this. So back to what I was saying with, with brain dead Biden, it just makes it easier for these new, like the brother said in the chat with the crypto and the Bitcoin. It makes it makes for this new um, financial system to come through, right? This 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 digital currency system to come through. That's uh, scary, bro. All these dra- all the draconian. All the draconian laws and policies that we heard about, like over the years, and all, all that makes it is going to be ushered in through. Because we see brain dead Biden. Does this man look like he can write a? Does he have any clue of fucking policy or anything that's going on? The man can't no, even articulate. No, so I'm sorry. No, so he got a crime bill, a front man, and that was it. No, he had a crime no, he, bill he, that Kamala was the prosecutor, so he. He was basically pitching niggas to Kamala because Kamala was the prosecutor in Oakland at the time. The very era that the crime bill was most infamous in the 90s, Kamala was the prosecutor the whole time. We know this. And I just want to state for the record that Kamala is not a United uh, States resident. She is not a resident of the United States, period. She was not born here. She was not born here. And you can look that up and do your own research. I, I, I don't know if that matters or makes a difference. I just think she... You know, Kabbalah Harris um, has been coerced and uh, compromised a long time ago. She's never felt like she's been a part of the black community. Brain dead Biden no. has no intellectual capacity to lead us. And he's, he's, I, I like when Trump, and the one thing I like that Trump said that people got so misconstrued and in their feelings about is when he said, I'm the most least racist motherfucker in this room, man. <laughs> and you know, everybody was like, oh, he admitted to being racist. He admitted it. He admitted the it. But he was, it was so telling that, what he said. You're right. You see what I'm saying? It was so telling that what he said was really, he was, he was just exposing the global elitists in the Democratic Party that really want to usher in this new world order as being the most racist people on the planet. Now, he didn't say he wasn't racist. He said he was the least right. racist. Right. I'm the least. And I didn't pick that up. And that's that's one thing. And shout out to Neely Fuller um, and Dr. Francis, Dr. Francis Chris Welding, how they broke down words. The white supremacists always use words. Um, if you listen to the words, um, each individual wor- word that they say is very, very important. I didn't really pick that up. When I said least, I, I didn't pick that up again, uh, at all in the debate. And I remember when Pence, and like I was telling my homies, I said, listen, Donald J with the toupee, the, the smartest thing for him to do right now, he's not going to because he's a rider. As much as people say, well, how can you say that back then, DP? You, you say like you're a Trump supporter. No, he's a rider. He's not going to give up. He's going to give people hell until he leaves. If he leaves and says, look, That's let me get fact. this party. Jim Crow Joe going to sit up there. They going to talk. He's going to be like, all right, what you got going on with Putin? Because Putin still want his bag. Believe it or not, Putin would be like, no, nah, fuck that. Mm-hmm. Hunter Biden, Jim Crow, uh, Donald J, Jim Crow Joe. Russia 
used to be you remember russia used to be look like a shit stain back in the day no russia and china then came up they like no we want our fucking bag the best Ooh. thing for him to do is get a pardon and i thought that now i looked at the guardian one time now this is a liberal this is from the liberal mm-hmm. left arm of racism white supremacy they said hey yeah we think that jim crow joe should give donald a pardon and i said whoa i read this commentary and i thought about it and i said wait a minute why would jim crow joe give him a pardon they said not Biden or not not pence and i said wait a minute that's the perfect plan look at mm-hmm. what happened when the red witch brought in do you remember when the Ooh. red witch basically said look here i'm gonna use this game we gonna get dragonstone you remember okay let's let's take it back ned stock found out that the birthright was supposed to go to uh what, what's the name of dragonstone it was with the red witch what was his name uh 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 uh, uh, uh the, the king um that, talking about the king not who, the king who, who, who she was manipulating the whole time Oh, okay. CeeLo, we're going to get back to you. Hold on. It, no, it, it was he was the true king. He was the true Baratheon. What was his name? Fuck. Hold on. Let's look him up, bro. This is very important. Hold on. Hold on. Hold on. Um. Okay, let me see. Dragonstone. We need his name. So, I are, love you, are you alluding to the fact that the, the, that the, the Red Witch... Uh, is that the point that you were going with this? The Red Witch was... Uh, using the king to carry out her own maniacal plans right on the people and, and what i was saying is like a lot of people don't didn't like uh he kind of felt like he was an underdog what was his name hold on damn hold on he was he was he was baratheon's brother and he had he was right he was right to the throne okay hold on stannis you know what you know what let me tell you now when he burnt up his daughter that fucked me up you know why i like stannis Stannis didn't drink. Stannis was straight about the business, bro. He was like, okay, I got a right to this fucking throne. Ned Stock. You remember? You remember? Now, remember, Stannis could have wiped out Jon Snow and everybody. Remember when he came through with that mm-hmm. army? He could have yep. wiped out the Night's Watch. He could have wiped out everybody. But he said, you know what? I know you're a rider because your father was a fucking rider. Ned Stock was a good mm-hmm. man. Mm-hmm. He said, because remember, he was the one that sent that note over. Stannis right. reminds me of Pence. Pence Baratheon. He's so, gonna so, part- so you're saying means well, means well, but but does wrong or does wrong means evil, but so hold on, tie that in, tie that in. Go ahead. What I'm saying is, what I'm saying is, is Pence Pence will be the person when they wrote that article from the Guardian. I said okay. They telling him, they saying Jim Crow Joe should 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 be the one. They were staying on code. I was a little, I wasn't, I was kind of surprised, but not. They were basically saying that Pence should be the one, or not Pence. It should, it should Biden should be the one to pardon Donald, not Pence. And I was wondering, I said, mm. why would they say that? So I said, what power does Pence have? It sounds like right before this shit hits the fan. He's going to turn it over to mm-hmm. Pence and Pence can pardon him. But they're saying that Jim Crow Joe should do it. Joe's going to do it anyway. See, like I was telling my homies, I said, bro, you and I, the meager people, we fight over this, 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 uh, you said, uh, Demo, uh, Democrip and re, re, blood, re shit. 
The American people mm-hmm. fight over this shit all the time. These politicians are cool. They're not fighting. They're like, hey, I'm a white supremacist. You a white supremacist, man. Let's get this bag up. Let's fuck, we'll fuck with Russia. When it's all yes. over, said and done, when he has this little funny games with this yes. little bullshit ass fraud vote bullshit and all this, at the end of the day, if Jim Crow Joe gets in, he's going to sit down. This, this is what I think he's going to do. He's going to sit down. Hey, look, man. Mm-hmm. Good run. Let's go to the golf course. Um, you do this, you do that. Um, I'm gonna give y'all. You know, we'll make it seem like we give you a hard time. Get the American people worked up a little bit. Um, let's let's push this. Let's push that. And um, crime koala. You know, my head ain't right. So, you know, we we need these strong single black mothers to come in again. You know, uh. Crime Koalas, you know, she ain't gonna do much about Brianna. She's gonna get some more lip service. I had a son. If I had a daughter, it would be like Brianna. You know what I'm saying? It would be like some shit. She's gonna start talking like that. Jim Crow Joe ain't gonna be able to remember his name. And Donald J with the toupee gonna be on Netflix. Watch. Watch. Now, ain't gonna I'm a, be no I'm, I, got a plot, I got a plot twist for you, DP. I got a plot twist for you. Because in. in, in in my estimation, I think Alzheimer's makes you tell on yourself eventually. I think he's yeah. going to get up there and say some shit he's not even supposed to say and end up telling on some shit and exposing some shit just from his little Alzheimer's condition. Right. And crime cool, I, at least I hope like, that's the case. I, yeah, crime cool, I look, yeah. Crime, this is what he's going to say. He's going to say something like this. It's going to be some shit like this. He's going to have another interview with Charlemagne. They're going to call him out because they ain't going to do shit for black women. It's going to be the little, you know, you're going to have like the little, uh, the little uh, Brenda Bedwinch date Brad. Yeah, you know, um, I used to be with Brad, but Brad beat my ass. But now I want to be with Jerome. I want to be down with the black folks. You know, I'm 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 on cold and I'm woke now. So this is, this is Brenda Bedwinch turned woke. She's going to be like, okay, uh, Jim, you ain't doing nothing for it. And then Crime Koala gonna say the same thing. She be like, oh, what you gonna do for black people? No! She gonna come out with her little Timberlands or some shit, with her little red dot on her forehead, you know what I'm saying? And she gonna be strutting oh, out with her little Timberlands. And she, and I'm telling you, the black woman gonna be going hard on her, and she gonna be like, I ain't gotta do nothing for you Negroes. You know, I'm, I'm Asian. Uh, I'm not fully black, oh, you, know, you know. I'm telling you. And Joe's gonna say something. This is after what Joe says. Joe's gonna say, I'm just, I don't know. I'm just putting it together. Joe gonna be like, black folks are gonna be getting on Joe. And Joe gonna say something like, you didn't have to vote for me. I mean, didn't you look at my crime bill? I mean, Christ's sake, like you said, his that Alzheimer's gonna, he gonna start sounding like Mitch McConnell in a minute. He gonna start sounding, yes. you remember before he was banging the drum, like African-Americans came out. You remember he banged the drum. Right. He made it seem like it was really. So niggas was like, oh, the Popeye chicken, Negro spiritual people. I'm talking about the. Now I was going to say, I was going to say Creflo Dollar. I'm like, no. The the, the, <laughs> nigga, the nigga that went to the Baptist church, the nigga that. I'm telling you, the biscuit is dripping. You know, he got like a three piece, not the whole five piece. He got like a three piece and he mm-hmm. shows up every Sunday and he tells you that you should go home and you should pray. Don't get involved and don't get involved in this and that. He, that nigga. Hey, it, I, I, another plot twist, though, DP. I think, honestly, bro, I don't even think, I don't even think Jim Crow Joe gonna get in there. Him and Kamala Harris, man. I think, really, man, with all this voter fraud that's coming out, I think those, 
the apps they were using in that software they were using to kind of manipulate those votes yeah yeah dominion exactly the dominion because there's too many statistical anomalies within that shit, man and i think if they you know like trump got his little team together i think they're gonna keep going hard and they're gonna they're gonna put together some hard evidence that's gonna really throw this shit up on his head but switching gears a little bit in the same go ahead at first, bro, I ain't gonna lie. I thought it was just one of his little antics. You know, Donald will just come out and say, you know, he'll just say some shit like, yeah, I grabbed him by the pussy. And so I thought it was like, okay, he's just going through his little antics. <laughs> and then I started looking. It right. reminded me, bro, like right when he got in, like six months when he started running, I was kind of like, man, this nigga ain't about to win. And then after like the eighth month, I'm like, man, this these rednecks like this motherfucker. Like he kind of reminds me, he's like a fucking social media bull Connor. Yeah. And I was kind of paying attention. Yeah, me too. And like, I'm, me too. Yeah, I remember. I remember Stormy Daniels had said had said something where they said when when he had won, he was like scared. Like, man, these motherfuckers actually won. Like, I actually gotta fucking be present. That's why he's always at his golf course, bro. He's not a politician. Mm-hmm. He's not a politician, mm-hmm. bro. I, you know what I think? Mm-hmm. I think he fires everybody. Say, hey, can we do this? Can we do that? And they'd be like, well, no, sir, no, Mr. President, you can't do that. That's illegal. Beat well, it. Can't, can't Beat we? It. Can't we just? Can't we do it this way? Can't we? How about we just switch it and do that? And they'd be like, "Well, no, you can't do that." And then he tells me, "Okay, Beat Mr. It. Esper, the Pentagon, you're fired. Uh, your services are no longer needed." That's how he be talking to them. He'd be like, "Okay, can we do this? Can we do that? Oh, we can't do that. Well, you're fired." See, Emma Rosa yeah. put that shit on tape. She was like, "Oh hell no, let me." She said, she pulled the coon roll and said, "No, okay, let me get these motherfuckers on tape." But it's just like with Jim Crow, right? Man, that's crazy, bro. You saying that these motherfuckers may not even get in at all? Yeah, because I really think the Dominion, like you said, man, this software is starting to get exposed. They got some real forensic scientists on this shit, man. And oh, they're going to dig up some hard evidence. And I think they, the Dominion wasn't... The software, the, the, the software would work under the premise that 95 million people wouldn't actually show up to the polls and vote right but because they had it's not 72 million like you know the media is reporting it's 95 million people that actually voted for trump across this country and i think this software was predicated under the fact that not that many people um could vote because just that that's a that's a statistical anomaly when you have 95 people million voters and then they're saying biden won in all these key pivotal states but about that though I, I, so i, I want to kind of lean into something with that though so now the dominion comes from soft these this uh sophisticated software right right that somehow allow that flips votes i don't know exactly how this shit works but i know that it's created from big tech and right. what we just seen recently one of the biggest stories that nobody's really covering is you know uh the, the congress trial that they just had with big tech trying to regulate all of them you know facebook twitter they were they all had to appear in front of congress to try to figure out how they were gonna censor i call it censoring the public and that shit was a mess man because you had all the senators trying to like they were giddy about this shit almost trying to like censor for their own political agendas right so you had the democrats in there like how are we gonna be able to to stop Republicans from saying the voters the vote was rigged and you know election fraud and all this? They literally want to use big tech to silence 
of the other side for their own political reasons. Same thing with the Republicans. So now it's like a debate whether, and I just want to get your take on this from you being in the field in IT. Do you think it's better left up to big tech to, to regulate themselves or should we allow the government to, 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 to have a hand in it? You feel me? Well, I'll say this, man. And, and what was very interesting about, about that question you ask is the last episode I had my homie from Sacramento, he was breaking down like that whole Kamala shit and how she had a lot of influence with tech in San Francisco. And I thought about who makes the goal makes the rules. When Tywin Lannister made that statement, lions do not concern themselves with the opinion of sheep. I mm. thought about when they said when 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 he also mentioned a Lannister always pays his debts. And I said, mm -hmm. okay, so if you have the bag and you cross me, I could punish you. They always pay their debts. If I owe you, I'm going to pay you. If you play mm -hmm. me, I'm going to end you. A Lannister mm -hmm. always pays his debts. So I said, okay, right. if you really look at tech, if I have the bag, I make all the rules. You mm -hmm. had all these niggas camp camping for who was that one dude and what was his name man i'm trying i'm not gonna try to get into it too much but who, who was that asian dude yang 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 is the thing and all andrew yang. Yang, yang andrew yeah, okay. yang yeah, yeah, yeah. Right. you had you had you had i i get on this shit all the time but you had all this uh we're coming to get our check. You had Asian dudes out there when niggas talking about we coming to get our check. I said, oh, man. Stop, <laughs> stop it, bro. Yes. Like, stop it. And you know what? They're doing... I had to think about it for a minute, bro. And I said, what? You know what? They're kind of doing what they're supposed to do. Niggas is all cold sitting up there. You got the... And like I said, while I was talking to my homie from California, and I mentioned it. And I said, bro... It's a lot of niggas that's like out there that's gonna be, you know, in these rallies because they're like, okay, I can get with a Becky or a Fernanda, a Fernanda or a, a Kung Lee, a Chung, a Mortal Kombat mm -hmm. Chung Lee. You know what I'm saying? So they're looking at it like, well, damn, man, you know, if it, if that's going to interrupt my sexual access, as Neely Fuller said, sex is the most powerful thing on the planet. If you could control somebody's sexual urge, you could control everything. So. Mm, you got, say you that got, again. Say that if again. You can, if you could control someone's sexual urge, whether they having sex or not, but if you could control the sexual urge, you can control any and everything. So Holy you shit. get you get a nigga that's sitting up here talking about man, Black Lives Matter, and you be like, okay, what about reparations? Well, he got Fernanda. You know, being Barita Fernanda mm. gonna be like, well, what about, what about Mexico? And then he got now he has to make yeah. a decision. Okay, well, right. Do I do I want to rights I mean, for I, all? I, yeah, I, reparations I, you know, this, this, for all. Reparations for all. So now you know, he's like, man, this man, this Latin, this Latin Putang is, 
this shit is this this shit is real real serious. Fire. I don't know if I could. Yeah, I don't know if I could. I may have to go along and play ball. So now you get you you get oh, <laughs> you get co-opted. You get Delilah, Delilah Samson. See, you remember this is what happened with Delilah and Samson. Samson was the strongest man on the planet, and then the, they told him, "Don't fuck with Delilah. Delilah had that whap, nigga. I'm just hoping Delilah had that whap. <laughs> Delilah had that whap. She said, when that nigga go to sleep, cut this nigga's hair. It's an old biblical story. I mean, I don't know what yeah. Delilah had, but it, it kind of reminds. Okay, let's take it back to House Frey. What did House mm -hmm. Frey say when he went back to House Frey? And Frey was like, "Damn, you know what I'm saying? The king of the north." The, the, the stock yeah. you know he told him he said man you didn't marry my daughter and then you remember how you know stock was kind of salty because you remember him i kind of like dude I, I like frey i like frey frey was frey frey cracked me up you know i knew that yeah. aria stock was gonna come back and knock him down but i like y'all need to get listen newsflash y'all need to watch all game of thrones fast forward the little funny the the, the bussy part fast oh, forward that shit but game of thrones soul. watch all of it all of it. I the swear, I'm about to go rewatch it again, man. I'm about to I, and I read the books, and I'm about to go rewatch it again. And it's more relevant now in, in in the political climate, in the world politics, and in, in everything that we're going through and living through right now. It's even more relevant. It is. House Frey said, "Damn it." He says, "He says you didn't marry my. You know, this is how he talks. He said you didn't marry my daughter, and you know, and he's sitting up there, and he says." And he says, oh, let me take a look at her. So he looks at her. He says, I understand why you crossed me. He says, I would hop over. He says, I would have, uh, he says something like, I, you know, I, I would have crossed over and, and, and basically I would have dishonored. I would have dishonored anything. It tangible to repercussions. I would have dishonored any treaty. He said, if I could just climb on her back. Remember when, remember when House Frey said that? He said, let the music, he said, let's yeah. drink and let the music play loud. I knew when they changed the music, the first time I seen it, I was like, oh shit. Yeah. I said, bro, I said, they about to take him out. I didn't even see that shit in House Barton. Remember when he sat down and he showed her that coat of mail and she smacked House Barton? You remember that? Yeah, when yeah, she finally caught on the house ball when in his games, yeah. man, and, yeah. and then he slipped out. He slipped out like a slimy, grimy fox. Mm -hmm. He slipped. He slipped yeah. out, and that's another person I noticed. Have you ever noticed the similarities between House Balton and and Stannis? Did you ever think about that, bro? No. No. If you look at, they both didn't drink. They didn't really fuck with the whores and the sluts in in, in, in the red light district. They really didn't get down with that. They was just straight on tangibles. Wait, wait, That's wait, all... wait. House, how, wait, how, House Baldwin ran a whorehouse, didn't he? Isn't that the same? Are we talking about the same character? House, House Baldwin House who had the whorehouse House who was in love House, with Cersei's mom? House Baldwin, no. House Baldwin was... You remember when... Okay, House Baldwin was... It was a smaller section of the north you know but they had no crosses like they would flay your ass like people were scared of Bolton because nigga they would do some they, they, when they catch you they put you on them crosses and they peel all your skin back like that shit made my heart quiver nigga like that was they little insignia like yeah. they was you know what i'm saying like that was the insignia bro like house Bolton, they would put you they would it's called flailing them europeans them yeah. oh yeah 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 <laughs> they're friendly yeah and, and, and this, flail is, you, this is bro. historically this is historically yes. true too. So, they would do you know, that. And a lot of they this stuff is historically true. 
that that the it writer is. got from and created this own world. But a lot of it has some historical. historical I, I had to watch it three too. times, bro. I had to watch it three times to really, and I looked it up, yeah. and and then I looked up flailing, and I said, oh shit, like, and I thought about Africa, and I thought like when I talked about our humanity, like black, you know, black folks, they might kill you. Niggas ain't flailing you like that. Like that shit is ungodly painful, bro. Like peeling your skin. They flail, they take mm. all your skin off, bro. Like, so how's Boston mm. feared in the North? So what I'm saying is how, uh, Boston, you remember when he talked to Ramsey and he told him, he said, what do you see? And he just kind of looked around. He said, uh, a hundred acres or a hundred thousand acres to the, to that. What's that? And, and, and what's this? He said, that's all yours. You see what I'm saying? And he was a bastard. So, you know, like the bastards yep. were considered to be like, Oh, yeah, you get to, you know what I'm saying? You ain't real. Like, you, okay. So. Yeah, you're not a um, heir to the throne. You're disposable. You're not a heir to the throne. You're, you're just some nigga yeah. that, you know, you're just like a, yeah, you just like a one night stand. So, you know, um, but if you notice Stannis and Barton, when you look at a lot of their character, they didn't drink. I mean, you've seen Barton's woman. I mean, she was like a big ass, she was like a honey boo boo. 25 year old like mm. <laughs> you know what i'm saying like mm. you remember bolton like his wife didn't really look like nothing but ramsey was salty like damn you know what i'm saying like this nigga's the real heir to the throne like he's in a real bloodline like he's a real bolton so he killed her and he killed his pops you remember that damn yeah he Hell killed no. his pops go Ramsey. watch it again he killed his pops so, bro so so, so are you talking about Ramsey was the crazy one, right? The 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 the, the demented son. Yeah, who, he was like a yeah, he was Reek, like a Joffrey. Who had Reek? He was like he had Reek under Reek. His, yeah, his he had control. Reek. Yeah, yeah. He had Reek yeah. under his control. Yep, yep. Because he was gonna yeah. flail Reek. I mean, he cut off like a piece of his skin, and I think he, you know, he cut his he cut his manhood off, and that was enough for Reek. But and that's another thing I was gonna say, man. We got a lot of Reeks in our. We got too many damn reeks in our populations, bro. Yeah. Because remember, reek, reek, reek was for how reek is the butter biscuit stock. negro that operates a, out of fear. Yeah, he operates yeah, he, out of fear, he, and he had plenty of opportunities he's been, to turn the tide and turn the table. But yep. he was always scared of what would happen to him. So he watched reek, his sister reek. being raped. He he watched yes. his whole family being massacred just out of out of fear. Reek was equivalent to the immigrant, or should I say, the congressional black caucus. Reek is the Congressional Black Caucus, bro. Think mm. about it. Mm. Negro Clyburn, John Lewis, Elijah Cummings, Crime Koala, Booker. All them niggas are like Reek. All of them. Mm. Every single one of them niggas is like Reek. And I'm going to tell you why. I know Reek niggas had a get chance check. to redeem himself. He yeah, had a chance to redeem he himself, did. though. He did. And that's why, that's why I always got love. Himself, though. Yeah. That's, that's why I got love mm -hmm. for, I always had love for the Iron Islands. They were like the underdogs. I love the Iron Islands, bro. A lot of people looked at, oh, I like, uh, I, let me tell you, I like the Iron Islands, bro. And I like, well, what's that one place right, where the hey, nigga hey, was let's like, not get you, too you, you, let's not get too deep down the rabbit hole. <laughs> <laughs> Let's not get too deep down the Game of Thrones, cause brother, hey, okay. hey, bro said he ain't seen, oh. it. he ain't seen it yet, man. Bro said, bro said he ain't seen it yet. Okay, okay. Uh, but oh, so I, look, so I, I, there is another show that I want to reference, bro. That's that's almost like a metaphor to America right now. I don't know if you've seen it, but this shit reminds me of everything that's going on 
it's it's uh I didn't I didn't even want to watch it at first because it had the title The Boys and it was too similar to the Good Boys. You feel? I heard about that. I heard about it. And I didn't want to watch it, but oh, you listen, man, go watch The Boys, bro. That shit is like, it's like the 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 superheroes that are crazy and and demonic and and they're psychopaths, right? But they got human super abilities, and they're in charge of like governing the world and, and protecting the world. But they're psychopaths. So they oh, have the oh, ability to, to kill the entire world. Watch that shit, man, right now. And that's Bro, a perfect I'm a, I'm metaphor. You know, one America. thing I started to I started to watch some of it. You know, you know, you know where I got some respect for it, bro? You know where I got some real respect for it? Mm. If this is the same thing mm. you're talking about, what? When I first started looking at it, and they had a black fucking Adam and Eve at the beginning of the shit, is this what you're talking about? Uh, no, no, is this not? no? Uh, uh-uh. uh. Oh, that sounds like Lovecraft. That sounds like no. Love, that sounds like Lovecraft Country oh, right there. Hold on, bro. And I, I and, and we got to do a whole show on Lovecraft Country. I want to just put that out there right now. We got to do a whole show on Lovecraft Country, breaking down the nuances behind that. Hold on, man. I think the boys is the same thing. They had Adam and Eve. Somebody help me out in the chat. It was Adam and Eve. It was was Amazon Prime. Hold on. Wait a minute, man. Let me look on my Prime account. I'm not going to pull up the video. Let me look on my Prime account. Yeah, that... That sound like that sound like some Lovecraft country type scene. Man, it it was something. It was very strange, bro. It was called... uh, 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 God damn... Man, they didn't even do a bro, season you're... two of The Watchmen. I, I think somebody scared them because that shit was too big. Oh, that sounded like yeah. a, a so, ghost yeah. Yup, yup. So they, they they basically blackballed the director, ran him out of town. Wow. Um, yeah, they ran him out of town. You know, all their scare tactics that they do is they can't oh, embezzle oh, you. Oh, here, here we go. Amazon to... Prime, bro. Good Omens. Watch the first episode okay. of Good Omens. They got a Black Adam and Eve. When they had that, when it, now it, it's some, it's kind of weird. Where you be like, man, I ain't watching this shit. It's like the first way I felt about Breaking Bad when people start telling me about Game of Thrones. I'm like, man, I ain't about to watch this shit. And I'm sitting there yeah, looking at I'm this sweet. like, okay, yeah, no, nah, yeah. I'm telling you, you know, Prime, Prime been coming with some real right. creative shit. It, it, it has, yeah. bro. Them, them independent streaming sites can can get away with it more so than Hollywood. I want so I want you to watch the boys and I'm gonna watch that one. You know what I mean? Bet, bet. I'm, Question. Okay, yeah, now yeah. let's go over to the insurrection. Now we were supposed to talk about this a couple of weeks ago. I promised my viewers that we were gonna talk about this. You being boots on the ground, what was your experience in the after effects of the domestic terror ambush lynching of Mr. Floyd yeah. and being on boots on the ground on that on that highway? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um so what I'll say about that is uh, just being just being in the field, you know what I'm saying, live in the flesh, up close, up close and personal, you know, with 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 everything, you know what I'm saying, the mayhem, just seeing how it unfolded. I, the biggest takeaway for me was first the fact that you know Minneapolis is like a melting pot, right? It's mostly white, but we have a lot of Mollies, we have some Mexies, we have Asians, and it was. Every it was the whole coalition out there, man. You know what I'm saying? Every race, creed, denomination was, you know, um, was out there, and it was mostly young folks. I'd say, I'd say under 25. Um, but just to get into what I seen that kind of really raised my brows was um, the 
Caucasians that I noticed that was really fucking up shit. You know what I'm saying? The ones that really got about it and that was on their shit and, you know, destructive and, you know what I'm saying? Throwing bricks and just inciting shit, you know, because, you know, we we not really, we don't really get that buck around the police. Our history dictates that we just kind of take a more so a submissive stance, right? We know how shit right. unfolds. We play with yes, real sir. stakes. We play with our lives. So the ones that were really about it and just, you know, on a shit was, I don't even want to say, I want to say like the dark hair. I noticed like, and when I really look into the whole Antifa thing, because I used to hear Antifa, I was like, oh, that's Donald, that's Trump. You know, he's 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 trying to do his little whistleblowing, you know what yeah. I mean, to his white nationalist crowd. And that shit really ain't got no merit. But now, having been out there and seen what I've seen, bro, I really think Antifa is a real movement that has penetrated every inner city riot uh, that mm. we witnessed in 2020, bro. They was out there getting it rocking like a cutoff stocking. And I remember in St. Paul um, on University Avenue, man, University, I, a lot of people don't know, University went up more so than Lake Street, more so wow. than South Minneapolis. Yeah, University got... Nick, I, I live here right now, and the whole entire university corridor from Snelling to Dale is still burnt down and inoperable. And what I mean Bro, by that, I did not, are, I had gas no stations are still fucking, down. I had no ice, clue. DP, None. I swear to God. And, and, and it really didn't get no limelight. You know what I'm saying? Like, university burnt to the fucking ground, and it was like the third day after um, Target and all that burnt down. You know what I'm saying? In our Wow. And what I seen on university, DP, was like dark-haired, olive-oiled skin, uh, white boys. They I, and I, I swear to God, I got footage of this shit, bro. When I look back, they were graffiti. They, they were they were they were spray painting the side of buildings, breaking windows, lighting the enterprise car rental place on fire. And when I look at my footage, I, I didn't send you. The, I didn't send you. The, uh, you know what I'm saying? The the, the latest version I got because I'm no. still going through all my footage. And what I see is these these uh bro these these Romans bro just graffiti and shit breaking windows setting shit on fire um and I didn't see no brothers doing that hmm. and so that lets me what I surmise from that is um they were purposeful you feel me they hmm. they they were decisive in what the fuck they were doing. Um, and they weren't concerned about yelling insults at the police and carrying on and hooting and hollering. They they could care less. They they wanted to. They had a like almost a concentrated effort to fuck up the neighborhood. So my biggest takeaway was that uh, we allowed, um, you know, what I'm saying all all the street fraternities and and, and, and gangbangers in the neighborhood, thirty blood, whatever you may be. We allowed, and you know from the average Joe Smo that just lives in the hood, we allow outside forces to come in um, and, and, and stifle and cripple our community, you know what I'm saying? And our local economy um, by just sending everything up, bro. I didn't see not one uh, young NBA young boy listening to Negro out there throwing a brick. I seen all, <laughs> you feel me? I seen, I seen all Roman-like you know what I mean? Little dudes out there yeah. causing a ruckus, man. And I got the footage to show it. So my opinion is backed by experience. 
And my opinion yeah. is backed by research, man. And I got, you got receipts to, 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 to back it up. You feel me? Wow. Okay. Yeah. So you, that boots on yeah. the ground. Boots on the ground from yeah years. Boots yeah, on the man. ground. And I and I and I want to continue. I want to continue hitting you with the footage. You know what I'm saying? I want to. I want to. I want us to to take this 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 uh you know monumental show that that, that you created and worked on and bring it to YouTube and allow the visuals to kind of blend with you know the the information we're talking about. Um, because I got a lot of footage, bro. And as I go through it and start to chop it up, I want to get it to you to get it out to the people. You know, I got a question um, in your opinion now. Um, I got you. I'm going to take this out that- and, and then I got to run. And then I got to run after this because wifey's on my heels. But go ahead. Yeah. Bet, bet. Um, with, and you know, like you were, I seen the article that I sent you the, uh, the other day. Um, being in Frogtown, in your opinion, um, I seen there was an article with uh, CBS, and basically what they were saying was unemployment rate dropped four point six percent in October as Minnesotans leave the workforce. Um, I'm gonna tie this in with what I'm gonna do too with my infotech thing. But the question I have for you is, with a lot of people leaving the workforce, and with you being to, um, with you you know being a business owner yourself and um, getting into the property thing. Like I was telling people, you know, uh, they definitely need to go um, check out www.lifejuiceus.com. Can you talk about that a little bit in terms yep. of life juice, property? life, life, What's life juice US? Now? Yeah, yeah. Um, cold yeah. press yeah, juice. No cold press juice. Tell us more about that and 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 life in Frogtown and owning property in Frogtown and. What you seeing in regards to the unemployment rate in Frogtown? Yeah, yeah, man. Um, yup, yup. So I, I'll just say that historically, you know, and even Rondo community. So I'm, I'm I live in Rondo, which is right next to Frogtown. Um, basically, that, that that's like I'd say, um, I say that's like 30s, 30s hood South Side, comparably. Um, and you know, our hood, okay. Bank Riverside, Frogtown, and Rondo is historically black community. Shouts out to Mung, you know, the Mung, the Mung is in there heavy too. The Asians is in there heavy, black, uh, mostly historically black community. Um, and okay, right? There's not a lot of uh, there's that neighborhood economic, you know local market that sustains and supports itself so for me one of the things i wanted to do with life juice is create um a health and wellness brand and place it uh strategically in the hood purposely in the hood to kind of one um raise the health conscious of the community right to 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 get people to understand your neighborhood is a food desert like you really to get to access nutrition you really got to go to becky in them you got to go to Invergrove Heights. You gotta go uh, to Woodbury. You feel me? Um, but it doesn't have to be that way. Like our neighborhoods, they ain't gotta be food deserts. We just need to raise our health conscious and understand that community garden is a ne- is is a necessary thing. Um, you know what I mean? Uh, having access to real nutrition is a necessary thing, and then just take it from there. Um, I forgot the the other part of your question, but. That was my main mission with Life Juices, to raise the, the health conscious of the community. Because once you start to raise your health conscious, B, 
then you can start to tie in like you, you, get, you can get rid of the brain fog that black folks has been dealing with, you know, for so long. You know what I'm saying? Dumb, deaf and blind and just lost in the sauce. Uh, partly because of the foods that we consume that just keeps us uh, in in, a, in almost a mental casket to kind of to kind of ward off that brain fog and be able to kind of start to connect the dots and see the connections of how we're held in a place of of inferiority how we're damn near you know we are second class citizens in our own communities in our own country. So I think first part is removing that brain fog to give people the, the fuel to then start to disseminate the other bullshit that's going on uh, yeah. in the life you know, of your people. So that was my mission. Um, but now that ha- has become even harder because like I mentioned before, the whole neighborhood is burnt down, bro. In the whole neighborhood, I, can't, I couldn't even get gas in, in, in my hood for the last three months, I couldn't. They just opened up another speedway, but before that, you couldn't even get gas. You couldn't get groceries, and we've heard this narrative before, right? You burned down your community, yeah. now you gotta go somewhere else. So I don't want to repeat that same narrative, but it is. It's fucked up, you know. It's it's the hood is desolate right now, um, and there's no dollar being circulated in the community if there ever was. It's even worse now. You know, so there has to be a, a, a concerted effort of people to open up businesses and keep it in the neighborhood, not open up a business and go to Maplewood, not open right. up a business and, and, and go outside your community. You should be intentional about opening up a brand that you can profit off of, but also that helps people. You know what I mean? Like you're doing like, like, like what you're doing with the IT game, the IT game yes can bring you profits and make you successful but you're helping you're getting successful by helping people so you we have to have business concepts that intersect that has it that lives in the intersection of impacting the community while profiting and making money to sustain your business it can't be enough to just line your pockets and then dip you know um yeah and then that's kind of going going into the neighborhood nip kind of situation where no mm-hmm. it's not enough to stay in the hood right we don't want to be trapped in the hood and confined to our businesses that are in the hood uh we definitely want to grow move outside because we still we you know come to the threats that are in the hood by being in the hood but we want to and, and that's, we want to have a business yeah. that um gives back go ahead and i thought you know before before i get into this i thought about you know i won't keep you long but i thought about like when you said the threats in the hood and then you think i think about like the neighborhood nip thing i thought about what happened to mo3 and what happened to king von what happened to all these brothers that's doing well that you know we around black folks and sometimes things you know they kind of get sticky but i'm like damn man mm-hmm. It, it, it's really unfortunate where a lot of times we feel like we can't build Tulsa. Like you said, you got life juices mm. and then it should be a, it should be, it, 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 should, it should be a black and being black and infotech. It should be a, uh, you mm-hmm. know what I'm saying? It should be another marathon. It should be a, it should, it, it should, the, I'm talking about the money that we spend just in Frogtown mm-hmm. and on Broadway and Lake Street alone is enough for another Tulsa. And mm-hmm. one thing I want to do real quick is before we go, I want to, usually mm-hmm. I do it in the very beginning, but I want to go ahead and promote these black owned businesses real quick. 
Um, yes, sir. Go to, yes, go to sir. Phil Solomon Restoration LLC. He offers wall repair, toilet insulation, cabinets, doors, sinks, painting, carpentry. Call 612-298-9852 or email Phil Solomon Restoration at Outlook.com. Um, he specifically. Oh wait, wait. Black- so yeah, so so he does carpentry. Hey, say that one. Say that number one more time. So that's six one two two nine eight nine eight five two, and you can email him at Phil Solomon Restoration at Outlook dot com. And what he's doing is he's specifically, you know, reaching the olive branch. You know what I'm saying for black folk. Uh, fifteen to twenty hours per week, fifteen dollars an hour. Start time Monday through Friday at five p.m. And also offering limo services looking for truck drivers and uh labor so he's doing you do not have to have your cdl so he has your trucks um also go to www.accelerateclasses.com getting busy go to www.accelerateclasses.com to get to excel python data sql uh uh coding html css boot camps Go to www.lakestreetlegend.com. That's Southside Chief. This brother does custom clothing. Um, you've seen his work on Instagram. Go to www.key2loa.com. That's www.key2. That's T-O. So key2loa.com. That is a black-owned comic book company. Go to www.lifejuiceus.com to get your cold press juice. Go to www.scented.company.com to get your soy candles. Go to www.centerfiretacticalgear.com to get your customized poles uh, done. You might want some uh, customized vests or customized poles or whatever. Go to www.onpointarmsllc.com to get your firearms. You're going to need them. Go to www.itmasterkey.com to get your online IT certifications. It's a brother out of Detroit doing excellent work. Go to www.iwantamask.com to get your KN95 certified mask. Go to www.puzzlehuddle.com. That's a black-owned puzzle company. Go to www.thesafetypouch.com. This allows you to keep your wallet in no reaching distance if the race race soldiers pull you over. And last but not least, go to www.beingblackinit.com. I'm going to be hosting a special 9 p.m. Central Standard Time Google Meet guide to get into the information technology game. As I tell people before, I plug people up with well over 60 jobs in the Twin Cities metro area. Um, That's right. And, you know, um, everybody that's joined in that class that I had, they've got their Microsoft Technology Associate Certification. Um, I just got a call from somebody. I just got an email from somebody not too long ago. They had read my book uh, on Amazon Prime Guide to Being Black in IT on Amazon Prime, and they said they got an offer for 70 bandicas. You know what I'm saying? I just got a uh, <laughs> uh, another email from somebody else that said they got a uh, they got a, a government contract. Um, I had another person that had told me that they had just joined the Navy a couple months ago. This brother. Had, he got his security plus. He was in he was in the class. He read the book. Um, so um, I'm working on a second book right now. So that I think I'm going to push that out in March. You know, I tried I tried to get it out before Donald Jake with the toupee was going to take the iron drone. But um, so, uh, yeah, like I said, y'all, y'all go to www.beingblackinit.com. 
beingblackandit.com. I, oh, I, I just wanted to say, bro, you wrote two monumental, heavy, heavy hitter books, man, that is for, uh, you know, giving, giving our people control of their own destiny, man, by breaking into this to this IT field, you know, that you kind of manifested yourself, aggregated the knowledge, and then brought it back to us, man. It's not to be taken lightly. Um, it's, it's, it's a monumental act that you've done, DP. And I want to salute you for that, brother, straight up. Thank you. I appreciate it, man. I I thought about like I thought about like a third edition, but I said, damn, what else could I really say? You know, I, I mean, and especially during this COVID, you know, I'm gonna wrap this up in the next couple of minutes because I know we both gotta go, and I got me some fried chicken and some hot sauce to eat. <laughs> but <laughs> uh, uh-huh. really, man, I I kind of just thought about yeah, yeah, out of all places, you said you know you need to be ordering some damn life juices right now, and I know damn. No. Uh, oh, come on, yeah, come man. On. I mean, yeah. Real quick, okay. Now, do you ship these things, or they just you got to pick them up? Uh, so you, yeah, so I I, I deliver I, I deliver for for a delivery fee, but otherwise I have a, a pickup location at my commissary kitchen, and all that's available on my website. You can go on the website, uh, lifetruthus.com. Um, and, and, and see all the delivery information on there. And all our products are on the website as well. Okay, and by the way, y'all, it, it's it's an excellent-looking website. I mean, it's a really beautiful website, you know. Um, so y'all, y'all go check that out, you know, because once, like he said, once you have your health, you have your wealth. And me being a type 2 diabetic, that's very important. Um, I've been, for the most part, I mean, I done lost like 10 pounds in like the last couple months, you know what I'm saying? And that's just... From not going out to Culver's and Burger King and all that bullshit, like just eating at home, you know what I'm saying? Um, is, is very important. Uh, one of the things that's very that. important that. about in, in regard no, to ahead. the uh, the COVID, it's a lot of people that have been doing essential jobs. It's a lot of people that, and I've been preaching this gospel for some years now for people to consider in the tech in the tech field. And I've been watching a lot of stuff on the gram. Uh, big shout out to the to the uh, Derek Great to the Grace family, very 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 genius moguls if I must say so myself. Looking at the Agreed. artificial intelligence and man, these dudes they like they like the he got the robotics like popping. He got man, he got uh, he he he's building the whole empire. And I suggest that everybody go get his post Trump survival pack that explains yes sir. In this new major keys in that that. sound like you was breaking up a little bit bro hello yeah yeah i was just saying uh that post trump pack that Derek grace like you highlighted man is 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 definitely a must grab um and i i also want to before i go i just want to salute you man for supporting all these businesses you you just ran off a laundry list of black businesses I don't know if they're all black businesses, but you yes, ran off a laundry yes, list of businesses, black owned businesses that you support on your podcast and that you're pushing and promoting. So, I mean, that's heavy. That's heavy in itself. So and and they're that. good. And they're good. And, you know, one other thing before we get about it here is um, another thing that people really, really want to consider. It hasn't 
been pushed as heavy as I thought it would, but I'm going to push it. Um, Seagram's, Seagram's, uh, Seagram's liquor that makes like the wine coolers and stuff. What they've done is there's over 350 black owned businesses. If you go onto the Seagram's website, you know, folks that want to support black owned businesses, whether you black or not black or whatever the case may be, man, they got some real nice businesses, bro. Um, from clothing to barbecue to, to soap to services and all types of stuff. And man, um, I think it was one of the, the Atlanta housewives. It was two of them that were on that show that have been promoting it as well. And man, they got some real, real slamming businesses. Before I go, I'm going to throw that in the chat. Hold on one second. Just give me a second. And I'm going to throw that in the chat and I'm going to let everybody go. But uh, th- I mean, this stuff is, is off the hook. It's so many of them. Hold on. Okay, here it is right here. And it's called, they're doing this for the holidays, and it's called Seagram's Escapes Holiday Marketplace featuring black black businesses. You can click shop now. And I'm telling you, they, they got some nice businesses on there. You can kind of pick and choose. They got, um, I mean, it's off the hook. I mean, they got some real, most of the stuff is out of Atlanta. Cause you, I think you've been to Atlanta before, right? They, they man, they got it popping down there with so, the black-owned businesses. Okay, so uh, a lot of Atlanta businesses, North Carolina, um, places from New York. You said Detroit. Uh, I think Detroit. They got some uh, Florida, um, California, Cypress, Texas, uh, Buffalo, New York. Shout out to the what? What, what some boys call? They cold as hell. Buffalo popping. Griselda. Griselda. You know, you know, before we go, I just want to say something real quick, bro. Griselda is, do you remember when Hell on Earth and the Infamous came out? That's how I feel they, they're, they're at. Like, I they're feel. classic, bro. Come on, man. I'm talking about with the old grimy boot back grimy. with the samples and the gutter rap bars, lyricism with that, with that hood rap element to it. I love it. And, and you know, I heard through the through the grapevine benny been talking about he's like man i, I want to do a tape with gangsta gibbs i said oh that shit go be oh they got joints fire. together oh they got they multiple do. joints together multiple i'm about to send you the together. last one they got is crazy the yes. last one they got over the alchemist because you know alchemist freddie always freddie and alchemist got a relationship and then alchemist you know he only like messes with certain really artists yeah 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 alchemist rock with freddie heavy so they they've been doing some collabs him and benny um but 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 freddie freddie messed with all of griselda but him and benny the butcher got a lot of new collabs they got a lot together. of stuff and he, you know i was listening to an interview they were talking about like i think it was like a california article and he was like yeah you know he said those he said griselda he's like man those dudes he said man those are dear friends so i said okay we gonna we gonna get some real el greco uh michelangelo classics from these dudes and they they sound like they've been they sound like them they've been rapping with each other for decades it, it, it's just like a yeah. natural pure it sounds like it's just perfect like it ain't forced it's just it just works yeah and um i'm and really I wanna thank you i want to thank you for i want to thank you for putting me on uh gangsta gibbs man back in i'll say 2012 yeah, damn it. Yeah, 2012. Yeah, I mean, I I I, I, I kind of look at his music like he's kind of like our Scarface. He's like our Ghetto Boys, bro. Like, you know what I'm saying? I've been listening to him for a minute. It, it's kind of like when I look at Brad Jordan, 
I, you know what I'm saying? That's like our Brad Jordan. Like, you know what I'm saying? AKA because you Scarface, get, for those who don't know. Yep. That, it, it's it's kind of like you you get an embodiment of pretty much everything. You know, you get some alchemist, and then the nigga might do some trap shit, and then the nigga might do some mad lib shit, and then it's like, okay, you know, you don't really you don't really get too many people like that 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 could do that. So when I I know that when I hear a gangster Gibbs and a Griselda, I'm just like, okay, this shit gonna be like yeah. the one the one he did with a. Uh, what's it called? Something in Fools with 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 Conway the Machine. I said, good, good lord. Yeah. Like, yeah, it's it's yep. it's still some good music out there, man. It really is. But look, everybody tuning in tonight on the Bagland Podcast, go hit my man up. Get his cold press juices. Go to www.beingblackandit.com. Go to Amazon Prime and get that guide to Infotech game because the COVID nineteen is kicking people's ass. Yes, sir. Folks gonna need to maybe consider working remote. Um and November twenty seventh, we gonna uh we gonna be live on Google Meets. I'm gonna be giving people free information technology game. So go to beingblackandit.com tomorrow. Uh, not tomorrow on uh Friday night, next Friday, Central Standard Time, nine p.m. sharp. And I'm gonna be on there giving people free games. Oh my bad, man. That was you know what that was playing. That was that was a security guard, and he was. Uh, I had that plan on accident because it's on the playlist. But he was basically a nigga that was working at some place as a security guard. And he's like, man, he's like, man, fuck this whole ass job. Like he quit live and got on the microphone and was talking shit. Like, man, fuck this job. Send that to me. <laughs> Look, let, let, let me play it real quick. Hold on, hold on. So Okay, if I'm upstairs with my head down, that means I'm on my break. Okay, but when you're up there from 5.30 until almost 7, I'm wondering where you're at. I had to come find you. So why you didn't come tap me? Would you why take in a picture? Why should I tap you? You shouldn't. Why, why, why do you have all, to take I a picture? Have to have this <laughs> right. <laughs> without your supervisor here. So why I don't have a supervisor. Why you got me? Okay, that's fine. Then, so, then I'm asking you to leave the store because I shouldn't have to have this you. You want to send a picture and an email, and versus you could tap me and say, "Hey, what's okay, going on?" I'm gonna ask you right. to leave the store fuck now. Fuck you and fuck you too. Uh-huh. Fuck both of y'all. I quit this whole ass. Hey. All right, go email that like that. Dumbass bitch. Dumbass bitch, police asshole. <laughs> she had all this to say, but now she, you know what I'm saying? Now you get on the loudspeaker. Attention all at home shoppers. Fuck this whole ass job. <laughs> Fuck Thomas Wood. Fuck Karen Sokolowski. Y'all can take whatever y'all want, because at this point, ain't no security in this bitch. I quit. Oh, yeah. <laughs> About that. Right, go email that. And you, you hoe ass niggas. Go email that. Hey. Ho ass niggas. Nah. You know what? You know what I think I'm gonna do, bro? I think each that nigga's a legend. It's legendary. Like, I think each podcast, I'm gonna end it with how to quit your hoe ass job. I'm gonna pick I'm gonna dig up some footage where each person is quitting a whole ass job. There was a white dude, he quit his job, he brought a band in, bro. Like he, a whole band. I'm talking about like he brought a whole fucking band. 
It was the most classic shit ever. Like Damn. he quit his job, but he brought in like a whole fucking brass band. It's disrupted the whole process. You talk about taking the shit on the status quo. Like, <laughs> mm. Mm. I love hey. it. I don't know why I haven't seen that one. Oh, I gotta find it. Man. I'm gonna send it to you. Hey, man, thanks, bro. I love you. Appreciate it. Everybody, we gonna we gonna go live again. I think we might have to start making All this side. shit a goddamn ritual. You know what I'm saying? We might go live I'm, again next, I think next so. Saturday. I was night. thinking the I was thinking the same thing, man. Let's let, let, let's tap in and really grow this thing, man. Because uh, you know you built something here. I'm I'm in, bro. Whatever, whenever you need me. Thank you. I appreciate it. All right, y'all take care. Uh, catch you next Saturday live. We gonna we gonna go in again. I'm not sure what I'm gonna do next episode, but uh, we we gonna get it working out. Thank y'all. Appreciate it.